0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast, episode three hundred and sixty-eight for the week of November twenty seventh, twenty fifteen. It's Post Frack Friday, everybody. You survived! Yay!
1: Hey, Chris. Yes. It's November twenty eighth.
0: It's November twenty eighth. Oh, did I say twenty seventh? <laughs> well, that's what that's what's written down in my spreadsheet, and much like the guy from Anchorman, I just read what's
2: written there.
1: The funny thing is, is you have the date right at the bottom of the spreadsheet.
2: I do, <laughs> but wrong at the top. Uh, by the way, while we may have survived Black Friday, my wallet probably didn't. Oh, oh my. So, can we take
1: a quick jaunt and, and do our Black Friday buys?
0: It's your Black Friday shaming, everybody, brought to you by RPGamer.com.
1: So, before we go into our Black Friday deals, hi, Alice Wilkinson.
0: Hi, Alice. Hi, Chris Privatier. Hi, Anna.
1: Hi, Sam Walker. Hello. Hi, Sam. We have a special guest today. Sam's on. Yay. So... It's funny because we have... And you're Anna-Marie. Oh, and I'm Anna-Marie Perpetere. So 50% of our podcast is not American and thus technically doesn't have a Black Friday, but the Americas have infected both of their countries with their dirty, dirty... Yes. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I know because Amazon says Black Friday in both the Canada site and the UK site. Yes. It's Amazon's fault.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's Amazon's fault.
1: So um we should probably go first because we kind of went a little crazy
2: well shouldn't we go last then
1: oh well okay alice what did you get because you said uh, out of my wallet
2: uh two 27 inch monitors Ooh, Congrats. my desk isn't big enough for that what resolution uh they're still just um uh 10 atp monitors but okay it's, it's very, very nice. similar to the 27 that i already had so i can now do full proper triple monitor setup oh
0: are you gonna play like i racing with the full view and stuff like that or yeah that
2: like that nice. stuff i tried i tried it with elite earlier at oh, five seven right. eight zero by one zero eight zero and it looks amazing do you have a track ir no i don't oh you need I to could. get one that needs probably needs to be my next purchase yeah that
0: way you can turn your head and it, it adjusts oh
1: now we know what alice wants for christmas track <laughs>
2: ir um i'm not counting the smartwatch because i bought it like a week ago <laughs>
1: But was it on Black Friday deals?
2: Uh, I actually don't know.
1: Okay. Because we bought (laughs) stuff like last week that was on Black Friday deals, so. Sure. So what did you get, Sam? Did you
0: destroy your wallet?
3: I bought nothing for myself, actually. Congratulations. (laughs) Way to exercise self-control. That's good. I bought stuff so for other people though. Uh oh. Mostly just Christmas presents. But uh no, mostly my money has been spent on buying Adrian in really crappy games. Ooh. So we
1: are having the RP Gamer Steam Secret Santa right now, and Sam and Adrian have set off upon a dangerous journey.
0: Well they do this anyway. <laughs> this,
1: is this is just year. This is
0: their hobby, apparently. Oh, I should have signed up for this. What you should
1: have. Um okay. But okay, so explain to me what you guys do
3: so a couple of years back i decided to be an asshole and i send adrian a incredibly shitty game i don't even remember what it was at the time and then all of a sudden we just started sending each other what we thought would be considered a shitty game Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> so it's steam kind of wars war... well it, it evolved <laughs> in that last year i actually got a package full of crappy games
1: the box of crap it's the box of crap tradition evolves for other people on the site, Chris.
0: Yep. I am I'm proud. This is awesome.
1: Like,
3: he spent I think it was like thirty dollars and ended up getting me like twenty games. <laughs> that is
1: awesome.
0: That's a that's a good ratio. That is
1: a excellent box. The of goal
0: crap. is to get the dollar per game as low as possible and the metacritic also as low as possible. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: But uh, th- this year, it kind of started out with a booby game and a dating sim, because I'm convinced Adrian needs dating sims. In his I life.
0: I think you're right. So you I bought think him a does. hot. Did you buy him Hattifull?
3: Uh, he got that last year. Oh, okay. <laughs> he last. He always gets one dating sim from
1: me every year.
0: Aww. There's a dinosaur one that'll be coming out soon. You should get him that hey, one. Try
2: the, try the John Cena High School one at some <gasps> point. There's
1: a John Cena High School dating sim. I
2: hope that's in there. <sighs> oh, no, not going to lie.
0: That would be awesome. Because I'd
3: play it for myself. <laughs> 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 he said me, honey pop and i was like i remember anna saying this was good i don't feel like i got gypped here. anna
0: liked honey pop but she's into perverted match three games well, or whatever it i was. mean
1: it's got a really th- good match three game and the voice acting is hilarious and i can't it's tell really if they bad. were trying to be extremely Wait, bad or it just kind of happened and they roll what game it. are we
2: talking
1: about here honey pop. Pop. Oh, oh, honey
0: pop h-u-n-i-e-p-o-p and yeah, basically, no, I'm aware of it. yeah. Uh-huh. So,
1: for those who didn't listen to the podcast when I was playing it, it is a match three game that allows you to have sex with
2: various women. With Hey, at least allows you to play a female character.
1: It does. So you can be full on gay if you so prefer.
3: So let's see. I got that. Um, he sent me a game called Tennis in the Face.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh God, that looks. Dumb. That sounds like something Noodle
0: would enjoy. <laughs> just because of his bread. face and i am bread where are the walking bread simulator <laughs> oh, where you have to get to the toaster <laughs> without getting dirty
1: that's right <laughs> this is by the same people that made um the goat simulator is right? it
0: i no yeah, i think I totally, they've tied totally they've won't. certainly teamed up with them <laughs> if if it's not the same so yeah there's like dlc between the goat and the bread game somehow i don't know how it works
3: I'm still yeah okay to that that's out. just it's weird. I got. I got the edition with the uh, DLC. Oh perfect. Said, uh, Don't get on the gluten-free fad, and I was like, oh god, really, Adrian? <laughs> <laughs> I, love
0: I love it. I love it. I got Adrian a bad game too as part of the Secret Santa. Um, I,
3: I was proud of you. I, ca- I so proud.
0: I got him a game <laughs> called Wonky Pigeon, um,
3: which was hilarious.
0: It was forty-nine cents. <laughs> <laughs> The, it's part of the Steam sale, so they're having the Steam sale right now. And so what's great is that this game was rated um, with the tilde mark when I bought it, and now it's at the full-on thumbs down mark on Steam. So I'm real happy about that. I got the game that was trending in the right direction. It's a new release, so I wanted to make sure Adrian had something you know reasonably current to play. So Wonky Wonky Pigeon, where I think you are supposed to poop on cars, it's great.
3: I love it.
0: So I'm hoping it. I'm hoping for a review on the site soon.
3: I mean, it beats uh, a Scandin- Scandinavian truck driver simulator that I also gave him. Oh. I think Chris
1: gave that to me. And
3: I don't know. Scand-
0: not not Scandinavian. That sounds fantastic. <laughs> I don't even know what it was. It was just
3: like, it's a truck driving simulator. That beats bus driver from last Oh, yeah.
0: Year. Euro Truck Simulator 2, Scandinavia. Yeah. Oh.
1: You I already have Euro Truck Simulator. And I have Lunch Truck Tycoon.
0: Lunch Truck Tycoon. There you go, Anna. I love to buy Anna bad games, but she never plays them. I don't understand why.
1: What we're just gonna have to do is we're gonna have to do like uh, a day, uh, like a, a full Saturday or a full Sunday of just for charity all of the crap.
0: Like that you've reach given this goal, and we'll stop playing these games.
3: You know? <laughs> I ask Adrian every year to stream for me the bad games, yeah, <laughs> and I got him so I can watch. Does he do it? Oh, he does.
0: Oh, you could do that on Steam now. Private streams to pe- other people. Hmm. Yep.
3: Well, he hasn't gotten his new his new gift yet.
0: Oh. <laughs> so oh when dear. He
3: wakes up in the morning, he's going to be not happy with. Oh, me.
0: I'm looking forward to that. You should like buy him face rig so he has to look dumb on camera at the same time.
3: <sighs>
1: so I actually got um Celestian Tales Old North for my Secret Santa, which is like a an indie JRPG that like has a ton of super good reviews. And so you can play it from like one of six perspectives. So I assume it has multiple endings. So I'm I'm definitely interested in diving into this, and I will probably stream it.
0: That looks like an RPG Maker game.
1: Um, yeah, but but it has cutscenes
0: or something, or are they just art that pans over there? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Oh, it's Unity. Okay.
1: Yeah. Unity five point two point one.
0: Whatever. Yeah. I love. And I love. Don't how be that game...
1: person, Chris. Don't call everything an RPG Maker game.
3: <laughs> even though they this
0: too i i think it's funny that all the unity games for the unity indie games from small indie shops always advertise that they're upgrading the unity version of their game like who cares just say what it fixes don't, don't tell me that you built it now on unity 521 what does the end user care about that um <laughs> it's like ooh, okay good for you all right anyway um okay. I don't know what we're talking about, Anna. What have you been playing?
1: <laughs> um, no, we forgot to talk about our our Black oh, Friday we purchases. We
0: bought we bought um Diablo three, the the Ultimate Evil Edition for PS four for like fourteen dollars or something. One
1: hundred and fifty dollars of Best um, Buy eShop Natsu, cards or Nintendo eShop cards for like one hundred and twenty dollars because they were on sale. They were On sale, it's like free money, people. And we bought a washer. And And a a dryer, dryer. and a fridge, and a fridge, and a freezer, and a new
3: car, and a brand new car. (laughs) Wait, Wait, really? Yeah, we actually
0: did buy a new car yesterday. Uh, We said, "Let's go car shopping on Black Friday. We won't get ripped off." And
1: we actually didn't get ripped off. We got a good
0: sale. We got a good sale. So we bought a new car yesterday. That's our big Black Friday purchase. And I think we're done now for the next year. (laughs) Yeah, we're not buying each other Christmas gifts. I think we should just be done with Christmas, (laughs) Anna. I think we we went over the budget. Okay. Yeah. So that's what we did. Um I, I'll be honest, the video game lineup for Black Friday
1: was poor for us. Yeah. And I don't know if this was the same as everybody else, but here's the dilemma that we ran into. Everything was, that was on sale was like the things that come out every year that we're tired of buying. Or nope. the things that we already bought because we needed them for the site. So like all of the new games that came out over the last three months all went on sale. But we'd already bought them all. Yeah, that sounds about right. So it was like, Oh, Skylanders is on sale, but we're kind of out. Um these there's like amiibos that have been restocked, but we bought the ones that we wanted and there's these big packages that we might only want one out of the six that's in the bundles. big bundles. Yeah, so there's, like, these bundles that came out at GameStop that it's, like, Ike and Little Mac and um, Greninja and Lucario, and I can't remember the other two. It's, like, here is six freaking random amiibos. Please buy them. And they weren't even selling all of them individually.
3: Yeah, that's kind of nonsense. We don't have anything like that in Canada that I know of, but we ended up getting a lot of those um, Animal Crossing bundles. Except there's like a bunch where I'm like, I don't know who these characters are. Do I remember them being important?
0: <laughs> you don't remember the, like, Lottie and the, the Able sisters and the.
3: Oh, no, no. Like, those ones I do, but there was a bunch of them in the, the sets so I was like, I don't remember you. And the only one I wanted was Shampoodle Lady. So I was like, for this. And she's in a bundle.
1: Yeah, she's. Uh, that's. um... It's oh, a one three of the bundle the with KK slider, yeah, and the, K, it's KK slider and the boy and girl alpaca. Yes, oh. the the retail people.
0: No, yep. that, yeah. but that's not a poodle. Her, isn't she's pink though?
1: Isn't her name Shampoodle? No, oh, there's a
3: Shampoodle lady in it. That's the thing. Anna's not wrong. <laughs> that was the set I saw, and I was like, I just want the Shampoodle lady. Okay. Yeah,
0: sounds good. Ew.
3: Oh I didn't care anymore. I was like, eh, I'm not buying it.
0: Yeah.
3: Right. I have I have Images. willpower, just not for other people. <laughs> the time of. Oh like, no, people. you know what?
1: It's not Harriet in the package. No, it's, no, it's the brother and sister pair from retail. They're um, alpacas, oh. so they're not the ah, they're not completely. they're not Harriet the poodle. I'm She's not, not out yeah, yet. I'm glad I really didn't. Yeah, um, I think she's planned. I think she's planned. I, if nothing else, she's going to be a card. And she's probably going to be one of the rare cards. So she'll Shampoodle be is
0: the business. Yes. Harriet is her name. Yes. And that and is I not who's in the package. She's certainly a card, but I I think. But I don't think she's a an, an amiibo yet. I'm sorry. Sorry. The poor thing.
3: Just, just for my luck. Just
0: because, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just because
3: I want her to be.
0: Mm-hmm. Always happens to me, Chris. Always. I'm sorry, I didn't do it. It's not what my fault. You, it's not my fault. <laughs> it's, fine.
3: it's not your oh. fault. It's okay. I'm sorry.
0: All right. So we bought a car. Anna, what'd you play?
1: <laughs> um, what have I been playing this week? I've been playing Pokemon Super Mystery Dungeon. Hey, Mystery
0: Dungeons.
3: Is it better than other ones? Like the one I reviewed that I gave a 2-2. Was that the 3DS one?
1: Yeah. Yes, it is better than that one. <laughs> That's but good to hear. It is one of the best Pokemon Mystery Dungeon games and one of the worst Pokemon Mystery Dungeon games. <laughs> so That's the story <laughs> is fantastic. And yeah. even better is at the... We, I finished it last night, or at least I rolled credits on it last night. And so I finished the main storyline and basically at the end of Pokémon Mystery Dungeon games, something always happens. And basically, they take that and stab you in the feels repeatedly, and then roll the credits. What? Mm -hmm. Mm, So it doesn't end the way you think it should end. And in fact, the ending is terrible. So, I mean, I was like, oh, yeah. when like Infinity, Infinity Dungeon ended, I was like sad. I'm like sitting there in the bag going. Mm. But this one, I was like, yeah, screw it. Throw my, throw my 3DS across the room. Screw that. Like, done. Um, but I did end up playing some more of it this morning. Because here's the thing is when you finish the main storyline, which you are forced through, there is no break from the main storyline. So there's like, here's a main storyline thing. And then here's like one to three spare time sections. And then you are shoved right back into the storyline. And it doesn't matter if you feel that you're under leveled or that you don't have enough items screw you. You are doing the storyline now. And in fact, at the end of the game, you basically have to do four or five dungeons in a row without break. And without access to a vendor. So by by the end of the game, I had no healing items, I had no revival seeds, I had no way to resurrect myself at all, and I had no way to heal myself. And so at the end of the game, I was so angry. It's like when you pass out and can't revive yourself, you have two choices. You can give up or you can continue from the save data, which resets you back to wherever you last saved. And so I was going back to the continue save data and I'd have to listen to the damn boss speech, which is like two minutes and then a 30 second fight and then another five minutes of conversation. And there's no way to skip any of the story scenes. And Chris can back me up on this. He literally watched me smash every single I made her try all the buttons. And so I kept having to sit through these idiot scenes. And finally, after the fifth time, I was like, whatever, I give up. And so I went back. Um, and I was stripped of everything that I was carrying so I didn't even have like the wands and the orbs that I was using and I'm like whatever and I walked into the final boss fight and I hit it once and it immediately went to phase two and I'm like okay at least they make it easier if you give up and then it wiped me again so I'm like whatever give up and I walk back in and it's still on phase two and I'm like seriously this game I had never tried to give up before then you can zerg bosses hmm So you can just repeatedly give up and do your damage and give up and do your damage and die and give up. And that is like the crappiest way I can ever think of to finish a final boss.
3: Yeah, really? Like, I mean, it's oddly convenient, but oddly
1: just dumb. And so that's my biggest complaint about the game is it's a Pokemon mystery dungeon game and I've played them all. So I don't. I have a certain expectation of the challenge that that's going to contain and the randomness that it's going to contain. but this one seems way, way more random than the previous ones. And you can kind of totally screw yourself just by choosing the wrong type of starters. Mm. I mean, I went with Riolu and Fennekin as my partner, and I kind of felt like I should have really gone with like a grass and a water type or maybe Pikachu. So yeah, That's just cuz the type matchups especially in the first half of the game are not good for fire. Ugh. That's a shame really. But I mean, <sighs> fire types seem to get hosed all the time. And so, oh, and even better is they added a new random element to the game because it apparently wasn't random enough. So you pick up something called looplets and they are accessories that you can equip. Don't worry if you it die. It sounds like you a Pokémon name. Them
0: loop yeah, lid. Really.
1: and what you loop, do loop, is randomly in the dungeon you might find gems that you can socket into your loop lid but don't worry there's like 21 different kinds of gems and all but four of them are useless oh good because there's one for every status that you can guard
0: okay well what's wrong with that
1: well how much how often do you think that you get status effects chris
0: once or twice every dungeon right
1: yeah So, it's not even worth socketing them.
0: Well, I mean, if it's the difference between you living and
1: dying. But it never is. Oh. Because your partner Pokemon can just poke you in the face and get rid of your status effects. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. So, here is like these, you know, dozen plus gems that are completely useless. But don't worry, they add five hit points to you. Temporarily, only until you leave the dungeon. Because screw you. And, yeah. So, so it sounds like
0: you like this game.
1: This, like <laughs> I said, the story was great. And yeah. I they had a really good variety of Pokemon. So by the time I finished the main storyline, I had made friends with 72 out of the 720, so 10%. But I had seen 50% of the Pokemon. So And I mean, I felt like that was a really good mix. Um. Yeah, it's just there are too many random elements that they've added to a game that already had a ton of random elements um i will say Hmm. if you can manage to slog through the first five hours which are the worst part of the game i don't (laughs) um then honestly it opens up and it gets really great and if you're willing to slog through the final four dungeons to open up the post game the post game is fantastic like i ran through all of the new stuff that opened up and i went from 72 to 105 connections in like half an hour and so um here's the way that it works is you have this giant star map and every pokemon is a star on this um uh it looks like Star the
0: relationship Man. map from Xenogears. Yeah. Or Xenosaga. Xenoblade. Xenoblade. That's the one.
1: Okay. And so you make a connection with Pokemon. So like, and some of them are callback to previous games. So for example, Varysian, um needs to go find, uh, what's that little Pokemon with the four hooves? It's like right out of Infinity Dungeon.
3: Oh. Uh...
0: Yeah, that narrows it down.
1: Well, Sam knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> I know who she's it's talking about. It's the one with the it.
0: four hooves, you know? like dearly it's a way,
1: it's a legendary it's a legendary from that yes. no that's that's way later mm. um but anyways um and uh, um Amolga has to go find dunsparce which is like the first thing that you do in um gates to infinity Because yep. you help omoga go find dunsparce okay and so there's a lot of really cool callback to like previous pokémon mystery dungeon games cuz you love those you, so much uh, see i finished um, gates to infinity, okay. I liked it more than Sam did, okay, but i if i do you like it, this prob- more than that one? Yes, okay, because I don't know mm-hmm. it's I find it's better balanced as it-
0: <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it's just wonderfully balanced now,
1: it's balanced in the way that you meet <laughs> Pokemon and that you don't always have the same two enemies on the same floor, okay. Because that was a big problem in Gates to Infinity is just a lack of Pokemon mm. variety. and That I can remember and
3: I agree with because that was, that was brutal at times, especially when you wanted something like a fire type. Either yeah. you started with the fire type or you just didn't get one. Pretty much. Oh, okay. Um, the only complaint I've heard about this game, though, Anna, maybe you can attest to it having finished it, is just it has some really bad pacing.
0: <laughs>
1: Yes. Oh, absolutely. And that's, that's the problem that I was talking about, is you are, you are bodily dragged through the main storyline. If you don't want to do the main storyline because you want to go farm some additional items or some uh-huh. more gold, if you want to... And this is the big problem that the game has, is here's another random element for you. Kecleon is the vendor. What he sells is completely random. Okay. So he... Oh, and he doesn't have... And he has finite stock. So he might stock one healing item. And when you buy it, he's out of stock. And he may or may not have a resurrection item. And he may or may not have a PP restoring item, which are really, really important. Because everything misses in this game. What the hell?
0: So I'm confused. You got through this game real fast. So these things can't be that big of a problem.
1: They are irritating, Chris. Okay.
0: So you just can't play in a smart way. You have to just play randomly?
1: You... You can play smart and you have to play smart.
0: Oh, but you have no items with which to do that.
1: <laughs> yeah, you will end up spending a lot of times um running away from stuff to get your pokemon in the right order so that the uh, so like uh, if I'm a fighting type, I don't want to be up against a bird. But I might okay. but I usually bring someone with me that has a lightning attack.
0: And you can make them line up in front of you?
1: Right. So what oh. I do is I just switch spots with them. Ah. But I have to specifically know that I can do that and the game doesn't actually teach it to me. Oh. How did you find it out? Um, I tried to run away. And Aww. I just run I pressed away. I held down B so away. that I could run and I switched spots with one of my people and I'm like, run Oh away. well this is gonna be very, very useful for the rest of the game. I'm glad ah. I taught myself this. Okay. Um you definitely wanna take full advantage of wands and orbs. Um they were never super duper useful in the previous games Okay, I found, and so I was not in the habit of using them. And so I would hoard them for a while, and then I'd be like, I have like 13 of these Amira up orbs. I don't need these, so. So you just ditch them, yeah. And so I will say, the one thing that I like is they do increase your bag significantly over previous games. So by the time you get to the final set of dungeons, you have a bag of 40, which makes a big difference oh, that's five pages of stuff that yeah, <laughs> yeah that sucked so I mean it's weird because they do all sorts of things right in this game and in a lot of ways it's really enjoyable particularly script, since the script is so much better than all of the other games
0: isn't it the same script though
1: no it isn't it's like oh you're a Pokemon now but you can't remember why go save the world oh time yeah, to go home be crying but I mean everything can be narrowed down to such a bland scope Chris I know
0: I know there's only six stories or whatever in the world but <laughs> they use the same one for each game that's okay think they because could they've really
1: they actually did a Have really they? good job nuancing Have it this they? time and there's a lot of awesome Have puns
0: alright
1: like the far-fetched pun
0: far-fetched pun yeah what was the far-fetched
1: pun? So far fetched is a teacher in the school, and so one of the students asked him why he carries a leak, and he, he said it would be far fetched for him not to carry such a useful tool.
3: <sighs> that's terrible.
1: <laughs> that's just the writing bad, is Anna. really good. Oh, that's just bad. <laughs> Fine. Yeah, no, it's it's funny. It's like I said, it's got really witty dialogue and I feel like they did so many things better than the previous games, and then they had to kind of screw it up by adding the uh um stupid uh looplet system and
0: and stuff.
1: Well they also reduce the amount of healing items that you receive in dungeons as you get into more challenging dungeons because screw you. Yeah. Like those would yeah. be the places that you'd actually want more healing items, but no uh-huh. you're just out of luck. So it is hard. And I kind of me and you went back and forth this week about who the audience for this game is because I can't imagine a child having a, get fun with a game that's this brutally difficult.
0: It's like sort of adults except the writing is not fully mature? Or what? No,
1: it's sort of written like My Little Pony where it's honestly intended for a child audience even though they fully cognizantly understand and appreciate their adult audience too. Okay. But it's too hard for kids. Yeah.
0: I don't know. Kids like hard things. Okay they play some do i don't know some do yeah
1: it's true um other I mean, than that i go see mega man you know whatever <laughs> um i've been playing starcraft to legacy of the void when chris isn't home because i'm actually really close to the end no spoilers and we've been playing heroes of the storm this week because we got chogol oh my
0: gosh i spent a lot of money on heroes of the storm that's the other thing I about black friday they had a big sale <laughs> i spent a lot of money on heroes of the storm I feel bad about how much money I spent in Heroes of the Storm. What have you been playing this week, Chris? I spent a lot of money in Heroes of the Storm, Anna. And
1: yes. so you played Zysteria.
0: I played Fallout 4
1: and Zysteria. and Zasteria and and what? Wait, wait, Heroes of the Storm.
0: wait! I did things in Fallout 4. Oh, of did significance. You?
1: Okay. Ooh. I don't remember Ooh. what they
0: were. <laughs> I built more things. I figure out how to. Oh, I talked about that already. I figure out how to put houses at the top of staircases you that are not connected to the ground. Okay, so. Um, I ran around and did more settlements and realized that 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 the doesn't do anything. The settlements don't do anything like at all. There's really no point to spending time in it other than if you find it enjoyable in and of itself. So I don't know that there's much more reason for me to spend time on settlements. It's very sad. I went and did uh, the Minutemen quest so I retook the castle and that's all I'll say about that. But you can you can understand what that means if you've played through it and I killed a big thing for that and then what else um important things important things right i finished the silver shroud quest line in in good neighbor and that is my favorite quest line in the game so far and i highly recommend if you're playing that game and you're getting bored go to good neighbor and just go do stuff in there. It's the best area of the game that i found thus far and after that i don't know if the game gets any better or worse uh because i haven't played much beyond that but uh that is uh certainly makes the game feel like, oh, that was worth doing at least, because um, the rest of the game's kind of boring still for me, because I don't see the appeal of just wandering around the wasteland and talking to stupid people with bad writing and killing more ghouls or more raiders or more ghouls or more raiders or more ghouls or more raiders and having no freedom of choice and no real, you know, respecting the fact that I'm taking all these speech perks and not getting many good, you know, options for speech or anything like that, and it's like, eh, this game's really bent around shooting zombies in the head and who cares about that and not me so i don't know i'll see where i'm at with fallout 4 i'm i'm you know all that said at least i'm starting to get into the groove of what that game is and how to have fun with it so i know it's there and i know there's some people who think i'm crazy and like this game's best game ever it's like okay well good have fun with it
3: I have yet to meet people who say that other than my game design students at work. Oh yeah. But they have no taste as far they have as no, They
0: have no taste. Oh, so the, the future the future of game design looks great then. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy.
3: No I taste. At the moment. Uhhuh. It's nice, fun. Like,
0: mm.
3: They're like but, but I get lost all I'm like, yes, it's fun to get lost for ninety hours, I guess. But like I like New Vegas. Because New Vegas actually had a really good story attached with what it was doing. Yeah. And I, Well, Obsidian can actually write a story. Bethesda has proven time and time again that they shoot themselves in the foot and don't know how to write a story.
0: I don't know <laughs> what it is. I, you, I'll be honest with you, Sam. I had more fun in this game design with Skyrim. And I've seen a lot of people say that this is better than Skyrim. So I'm, I'm not understood where that sentiment comes from. Because this sort of design of just wandering around and doing nothing... Just seems to work better for me in that kind of Oblivion Skyrim setting. I don't know if you feel that way or not.
3: I can agree with that. I I think I think first off, I think maybe Boston is just it's a touchy setting as is.
0: Yeah. Touchy. I don't know. I would say touchy touchy
3: considering like when they originally wanted to announce the game, the Boston Marathon.
0: Oh, is that what happened? Um, Okay.
3: Um. The other thing is just. I mean, I'm I've been watching Scott play. Boston's boring. It is. Like there's, there's a lot. And when I think of Fallout Three even as much as like Fallout Three had, I still think the dumbest story ever. Yeah. Um you know, at least that area was interesting to wander around. Like there was a lot of wreckage and ruin that you could go through and get lost in and feel like you were at least doing something the amount of open space that i'm seeing i'm just i i don't get excited for um and even like watching scott he's kind of just he's he's just enjoying the i'm shooting some dudes but i don't have to think about what i'm doing which is kind of disappointing because part of what i like about the fallout games is the karma system I liked being in trouble when I did something horrific.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Like, and the, this game looks like it doesn't even punish so, you. So, do
0: three and New Vegas have that in there? Both of them did. Okay.
3: And New Vegas's case, what I liked about that one is it was faction based. So, you know, you'll meet different people throughout the game who kind of want to vie for your attention. Well, I
0: and know that I, I I know that you can make factions mad at you in this game. Because there's three factions and you can kind of yeah. put at least a couple of them versus each other. So yeah, that's still there I, in some degree.
3: It is. But from what I've noticed, just from what, like, again, watching husband play, it doesn't seem to have the same level of impact oh. the way that um, New Vegas does. Like New Vegas, it's an all out war, depending on which side you pick Okay. to the point where like you can go to parts of the game and certain groups are just completely annihilated.
0: Ooh. Okay.
3: Right? Yeah. And, like, you can have the choice of just being like, you know what? I, I don't want to side with any of you, so I'm just going to walk away and do my own thing and later, <laughs> right? Um, like, one of my favorite quests in New Vegas is there's one where you can either save the president or kill the president. Okay. I did both.
0: <laughs> oh. Okay.
3: In one playthrough, I was like, I'm going to save the president by disarming this bomb that is clearly in this area you know, um, Hoover Dam. In my second playthrough, I stood in a crowd and I punched him in the face with vats, his head popped off, and I ran away. (laughs) See, so God bless Fallout that you can do stuff like that.
0: Okay, that's interesting.
3: Like, it's, you know, I I wanted to do an evil playthrough because whenever I play Fallout, I I always do a good and a bad. Right. And um, New Vegas makes being evil so much fun. It really does. (laughs) Most people are like, you know, I'm just going to wait till the president gets to the podium and snipe him. No, I just stood in the crowd, waited, punched him in the head, the head popped off, and then my husband immediately put Yakety Sax in the background.
0: That's fantastic.
3: (laughs) From all these people trying to kill me. Mm -hmm. I loved it. It was great. And I have really good memories of that, because I was like, man, Kaiser's going to be so proud of me. I, like, punched the president and he died. And you go back and you tell him, you're like, so I killed the president. He's just like, I'm so proud of you. (laughs) I'm a horrible person.
0: I'm so proud of you.
3: I like when people tell me they're proud of me for things and games. I don't know. I love those games. That's why I'm kind of nervous to play Fallout 4. Like, I don't think I'm going to get to it before we do our game of the year stuff. So... Because I I'm trying to finish other things. <laughs> like Zisteria.
0: Ah, Zisteria. Now that's a game I actually think about wanting to play more of.
3: Well, <sighs> you know what? I'm enjoying what I've played so far. Yeah. It's pretty corny, but it's what you'd expect from tales. Whatever, it's an
0: anime, <laughs> it's good. It's fun. Good. Yes. I do like my and there's skits and they're silly. And there's skits about the weapon combo system that I still don't understand.
3: I don't understand that either. I don't know You're what not- I'm
0: doing. Yeah. So I, I I told the podcast last week I bought the cheat pack. I bought the speed run pack. So yeah. I don't even care anymore. So I'm just like, I I'm the, i don't understand this, this game system. So I'm just going to buy this and now I don't have to worry about it.
3: <laughs> I just like spend the whole game being like, man, Saray and Mick Leo, like they just need to go get a room.
0: Oh, one of those. I'm
3: not sorry like I'm, I'm sure they're gonna try to shoehorn the romance the other way but i'm like come on
2: now hey uh can i can i spoil something yeah they don't <gasps> yes. They, they're, they're, <laughs> I, look okay look um anyone who really cares about um like the the ending of *Hysteria*, uh can you just switch off for like 30 seconds
3: I don't care about the ending. I want
2: to hear this. Um, this is mostly just for the benefit of. Um, this is mostly just for the benefit of people listening, right? Thirty seconds now. Thirty seconds. Seray and Mikleo is the canon romance. Oh. It's, well, there is no other way in which the romance can go, given how the game ends. Ah, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Serey and Mikleo, (laughs) canon romance is a thing. Okay, okay. Even if it isn't a thing, none of the other romances are technically possible. Okay, okay. All right, we're done. Spoilers. That's
0: major spoilers. (laughs) Yeah, that is pretty (laughs) major.
3: The amount of time this game just makes them all like. Now I've got to see
0: how this game ends because that's got to be crazy.
3: Help it, okay? Like the more I play the game, I'm just like, oh my god! Can you two just go get a room? Because
0: <laughs> it's the canon romance.
3: I'm like, I'm not lying. Like, McLeo is my favorite. <laughs> I kind of just like, you clearly need to be with the. So, King so boy. what's
0: the cute name for them? Is it mickleray or Sorcleo?
3: <laughs>
2: oh, okay, I giggled probably a little bit too hard. Sorcleo, <laughs> flip, Chris. Chris, Chris. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and Alice is speechless all right uh S- sam what have you been playing what
3: have i been playing you've been playing uh, moco moco,
1: moco friends because i want to well, hear that's about why this. we had
0: you on here that's right
3: okay you want me to talk about moco for our first
0: yes hit us up right. with the moco so, moco love what's a moco a moco
3: moco moco um, so a couple weeks back, I got a review code for Moko Moko Friends. It's a 3DS Pokemon-style RPG that is clearly geared towards little girls.
0: Oh, so it's a uh, Yo-Kai Watch. Oh, wait, no, that one's geared towards little boys. Got it. Okay.
3: I was going to say, Yo-Kai Watch goes the other way. Okay. <laughs> like, this is the ultimate girly game in that there is not a single male character in it.
0: Wait,
2: really? Okay. Reminds me you- of Toho. So much- how
0: do they reproduce? I, I ask.
3: don't know. And I, My, I don't. Clearly, mitosis. You don't
0: something. want to know. Okay. Mit- mitosis. All right. Perfect. Like
3: I said, no men in this no world. It's geared towards like the, the the girls in the story. They're all cute little witches that can control plushies. Plushkins!
0: Oh, God. Plushkins. And, they, and- they, they're basically just Pokemon that they've drawn stitch marks onto so they can call them plushkins.
3: Oh yeah, I'm looking at the art. (laughs) The best part is, Chris, you're actually not wrong. Yeah. Because actually, when you beat up the enemies, stuffing comes out of them.
2: (laughs) Beautiful.
1: You literally beat the stuffing out of things.
3: Literally beat the stuffing out of them. Oh, I love it.
2: That is legit amazing.
3: (laughs) So, like, you'll you'll always know how the enemy is faring with the amount of like stuffing that's coming out of them. Now, keep in mind, this game is actually incredibly easy until like the final boss, and then all of a sudden, the game decided it wanted to be kind of hard, and I was like, "I hate you, game!" All of a sudden.
0: Anna, why don't you have this game?
3: Um,
1: it's a it...
0: girly Pokemon game where you beat the stuffing out of monsters. Why don't you have out this in game? All
1: of the middle of the other thing, Anna. These aren't <laughs> it,
0: these are not valid excuses.
1: It
3: <laughs> out at a bad time, okay? It really did. Like, I don't blame Anna for not having it. It right was kind quite. of thrown out
0: there to die.
3: That's just it. My, one of my biggest issues with Moco Moco Friends is it's one of those games that is clearly geared towards younger gamers who might not have a lot of experience playing RPGs, which is fine. Perfect um, for and I think That's also why a lot of like people who did review it were kind of hard on it because they kind of look and it's like, oh, like this is really juvenile, and to an extent it is, but it's because of the audience that it's completely, completely geared towards. Um, personally, I love it, but I like girly things, and I admit that like the the characters are utter nut jobs in this game, like complete bat, but at the same time, like the game's not really focused on like a big overarching story. It's more focused about teaching like friendship and compassion and actual moral themes, which is kind of different. Um and it kinda helps because the localization really pushes those themes even more. Um really the story is just you're Moco, you have a plushkin. Your plushkin is upset because it comes from a place called the Tormentpedia. So the land of torment.
0: Is that like Wikipedia? <laughs> Wait, <laughs> Tormentpedia. So it's like, oh my gosh, it's like dealing with wiki editors who keep asking for citations. Ah Totally. That's awful. Totally. Oh, um,
3: so she finds this plushkin, it's clearly different from all the other plushkins. So she starts to train it. And as you kind of go as on, you in do. The game, as well, you do. Wait,
0: why is it different?
3: Um, basically it doesn't come from the land of dreams like where Mogo and her friends are from. Because it's like from Tormentpedia.
0: Don't... So it's a goth plushkin.
3: No, actually it's incredibly like fluffy and cute, and its name is Scrunchy.
0: Oh. So true love co- like is born true. from adversity. Got it. Yeah. I'm looking at and what is essentially a Pokemon Shaman but redone as a pincushion. Yep.
3: Like, they're really cute actually a lot of the plush skin.
0: Yeah, but they look totally stolen from Pokemon designs. Is it just that oh, we're, we've run out of cute summonable animal designs and that's what happens?
3: If hmm. Pokemon can decide that a trash bag can be cute...
0: Oh, it's not cute.
3: Not, I hate that not.
0: Pokemon. That Pokemon shouldn't I, exist.
3: Chris, I'm anti-trubbish.
0: You... I'm an anti-trubite.
3: And a smack him.
0: Are you pro-trubbish? No. No.
3: I'm the only one that's pro trubbish
0: I think you are. <laughs> I'm, What's it I'm t-
2: officially? A... I'm officially neutral on the matter. Officially neutral. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to switch one the shit up. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Like I said, if they can come up with a trash bag and an ice cream Pokemon, then you know we can have teddy bears and kittens again. Hey,
0: I'm okay with vanilla ice. It's a lot better than trash. Bish. Wait, Whatever. vanilla ice?
2: That's a thing. Yes.
1: Yes, it's oh. a. So there's a little there. So there's a little scoop of ice cream, and then it becomes an ice cream cone, and then it becomes a double ice cream cone. Yeah. I'm not kidding.
0: He's, she's not kidding. It's really weird. Pokemon,
3: it's special places, people. Yeah. Maybe be that in Mystery Dungeon?
0: No. An ice no, Vanilla um, Ice is not one of the 20 that you can choose from.
1: Yeah, what? no, sorry. Sorry. It's or like the... Um, the three fire, water, grass from like all six generations. And then Riolu and Pikachu.
3: Excuse me while I make a disgusted face. <laughs> I guess Anna... I'm going to be bumble then.
1: Anna went with Riolu. And I'm not sure if that was a good decision or not. I'll
3: go back to Bulbasaur. Good old standby.
1: They
0: should really let you be like Gengar or something crazy. Oh
1: my god, I would totally well, be Gengar. Here is sort of the, it would
0: break the type matchups, you, I bet. You
1: can do that um, during your spare time and during post-game. You don't have to always play as your character. Okay. You're only forced to play your character in very specific battles.
0: Hannah needs to finish the post game because because of the feels.
3: Feelings are important.
1: Yeah, no. He saw the end of the game and he was like, You can't just leave it like that. You, you have, have to, to go do the, the post game. game.
0: I won't let her abandon this game.
1: No, I'm gonna move on to Stella Glow.
0: No, you're going to you're gonna you're gonna do the thing you need to do. I will I will <laughs> yeah. make sure of it.
1: <laughs> you know, I could distract
0: him by playing Moka Friends. That would help. I'm watching Japanese footage of Mokomoko Friends on YouTube because nobody's playing this game. Nobody has footage of this game in English. This game, like, doesn't exist as far as this country is concerned. It's really oh, disappointing. It's,
3: it's, 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 I was surprised that it was even announced for localization, truthfully, because it appeared in one of our Japanemonian uh, columns, and... I remember talking about it with Jin because he was thinking, it's like, man, I'm going to go get this game. Like, it's something I think my niece would really like. And then the next day it got announced for localization. He was like, never mind. Um, I just remember looking at it and I was kind of like, I don't understand how Access is going to get this one out there. I mean, there's barely any promotion for it, which is a real shame because it's, it's a really sweet little game. Like, one of my big things about this one was just I loved the, the really positive messages that it promotes for, for girls. That, like, you don't have to be competitive with girls to necessarily be friends with them.
0: Oh, my gosh. Or... Have you seen the new Barbie commercials?
3: Yes, I've seen um, them.
0: Isn't that weird? It is. I've seen Barbie <laughs> being all pro-girl power. That's so weird.
3: Well, it is weird considering, you know, the history of Barbie. Yeah. Barbie can do everything
1: yeah yeah that's their new that's their new slant is yeah. Barbie can do everything And you got to see
0: this commercial you don't expect it it's all like uh, empowering young ladies to be very very I don't know whatever they want to be and then at the end it's like by having them play with Barbies like what 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 no
3: so, <laughs> But that's just it like Moko Moko really is all about friendship. And it's all about being supportive of your friends regardless of their differences. And that can include the plushkins as well. Um, It tries to shoot in a story about like, oh, she has to find the Stella medal. But they don't actually ever tell you what the point of the Stella medal is. (laughs) Perfect. Because reasons. Uh, Because reasons.
1: At the end of Super Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, you give a friendship speech to an inanimate concept.
0: It's awesome. (laughs) <laughs> i'm totally gonna love the heck out of this abstract concept it's actually pretty epic yeah. <laughs> no, no so moco moco anna why aren't you playing this this doesn't make any you, sense because it
1: came out in a bunch of all of other things that i decided like, to play i'm calling instead. it an audible
0: this should be on your christmas list
1: well okay since we have purchased two things that are on my christmas list i know what i will exchange what i get for
0: oh uh, okay as like, Alice Alice game. is typing a letter apparently. Oh, Dear Dearrpgamer.com, please make them stop talking about Moco Moco friends. I can't take it anymore. Signed sincerely, Alice.
2: That's not what I'm doing. But... Oh. It's not a bad idea
0: though, is it?
3: You're not loco for Moco? What's
1: wrong with you? Ah! <laughs> You're not loco for
0: Moco. So Why? real talk Why? time. Real talk time, Sam should people actually get this if they're into Pokemon or is it too basic?
3: That's kind of my dilemma with this game in that it is very simple. It is very simple. It's very... um, Even just the way in which it presents the elemental um, classes, right? Like, you know how in Pokemon it's like you know that fire and water don't mix. Same nonsense here. Only in this game... Doesn't matter what you do. Like bashing is totally an effective strategy for winning in this game. Like Pokemon, at least is strategic. Here, I I noticed I could just, you know, use certain attacks repeatedly, and everything would die regardless of the element. Nice. Like, I don't know if they're supposed to do that game, but okay.
0: So if you're Uh, into the cheery art style, or if you really like easy, easy games, then it's okay.
3: Well, that's just it. It's one of those games that I found really relaxing to play for the most part. Like, I would take it on my train ride down to work, you know, and I'd play it till I got to, you know, downtown Toronto. And, like, it was great. Like, and then I was good. And then I'd play it for another hour on the way home. And you you don't need to play it. In, like, it's one of those games I wouldn't recommend playing in long bursts. Okay. Because the cheeriness will kind of make you cranky. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like that concept.
3: There, there is no negativity in this game whatsoever, like, in, in its presentation. Everything is very positive. Um, and I'm not joking about that. Like, it's on the level with Pokemon Mystery Dungeon for the level of positivity that it presents.
0: That's probably <laughs> I mean, more I than...
1: Can...
3: Um,
1: I'm not sure if I, think... I could sit through any more friendship speeches. Oh.
3: I think Anna needs a break from friendship speeches, like, it's not a long game either. I mean, it can be beaten in about twenty
0: hours. Anna, her um, wand is a talking character.
3: It's a cat.
0: Yeah, called Neko.
3: Neko's cute.
0: It's got I a like doily that. for a neck piece. <laughs> what? I'm not kidding. <laughs>
2: oh
3: goodness. Well, like um, hey. Moko. What?
2: I was just gonna say, hey, talking magic wands are cool. Just tell, just ask yeah. Nanoha.
1: Just ask who?
2: Nanoha. Manoha. Who's that? I don't know. I'll have to mention it, later.
1: Okay.
3: Well, actually, uh, Moko's master has a giant talking dog. And, okay. like, the dog is best. it's It just yells at her a lot. <laughs> I was like, it's a giant blue dog. I'm in. This game is amazing. It's like Clifford style, only blue. Does it eat her? No. No. Clifford Clifford does not eat people, okay? So neither does this dog. And
0: the dog's a girl too, because everyone's a girl in this world?
3: Everyone's a girl in this world.
0: I don't know how this works.
1: It's kind of like every other video game, except it's girls instead of guys. Oh, now, hold on. There are
0: sexualized (laughs) objects in all those guy-focused video games. Thank you very much. My bad.
3: (laughs) Oh, jeez.
0: Where's the sexualized male objects in this game? That's what I'm... Well, no, I'm not really looking for... But hey... This isn't oh, about fun. me. This is about wow. This Sam. is taking a
2: left, left, a sort of violent left. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <ended up>
1: <laughs> Hang on, Chris. If you open your mouth a little wider, oh. sure
0: and am jam your foot just a little oh. more in there. Oh.
1: <laughs> Noodle
0: is in our chat room saying the Mogo Mogo friends makes her want to hurl. Oh. <laughs> Too sweet, apparently.
1: Is there anything else that you've been playing, Sam?
2: Tastes like diabetes.
3: <laughs> Two.
2: Say what <laughs> I again? To be re-
3: I finished Knights of Pen and Paper 2 as well.
1: Oh. So I'm stuck on the final boss. And the reason that I'm stuck on the final boss of Pen and Paper 2 is the same reason I got stuck on the final boss of Pen and Paper 1. You can go yep. through the entire story without having and to grind, grind. And then you get to the final boss, and he basically gives you two giant big fingers.
3: Mm-hmm. I had to do the same thing, honey. I just. I hate that.
0: Well, can't you go grind now? Yeah, but I don't want to. Oh, okay.
3: No, it's grinding in pen and paper is Not boring. fun, yeah. And, um, and that's the problem with the game. Like, I really liked pen and paper 2 more just because a lot of the little changes that they made to the game
1: are fantastic.
3: Really, they're wonderful, and I and I loved it. But I hit the same brick wall Anna did for a while there where I got to the final boss, and all of a sudden it was like
2: eh. you know, I'm not
3: I'm at the exact level it's telling me I should be at, and I'm still having problems. And then it's funny because there's actually two final bosses. So after you beat the paper gang, you get another boss.
1: That Which boss happened in the first easy. game too, so it's not really a spoiler. Not a
3: spoiler, but um, the second boss is super easy. What? Like no effort, easy. What?
1: Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> so lame. Which is why it makes
3: that but that that fight with the paper gang so frustrating.
1: Extra irritating? Yeah. Ugh. Well,
3: one of the biggest issues I had with that final battle is, I mean, each of the five members obviously are mimicking your party in some way. Right. Depending on whatever you picked. Um The one, there was the one on the end who would always use, like, the stupid tornado attack. And I had that happen, like, three times in a row where that was the only attack he used. So he kept killing, like... My damn goth chick. I'm like, stop it. <laughs> stop killing her. She's the healer. <laughs>
0: Don't kill my goth chick.
3: <laughs> yes, I decided that the uh, the healer
1: is totally the goth chick. I think mine
3: is- my, dwar- my My dwarf was the cheerleader, so you know. I ac- Hang on. Dwarf- Le-
1: hang on. Let me pull up my party, because I'm pretty sure our parties are going to end up being pretty identical. So, let me just load up the game here. So slow. All right. So, here is my party. How do I go to my I don't know. All what right. So Just I have it. um the a human ray, human mage lab rat. Oh, yep, I have I a jock dwarf warrior, a surfer human paladin, yep, a cheerleader okay. elf hunter, and a, a rich kid elf ninja that's my party right now
3: yeah actually i have about the same so i think the only difference was i did the cheerleader as the the warrior and the surfer as the paladin yep my my paladin's a surfer um and then i think that's it i think that's
1: the only difference we have (laughs) yeah i think we basically swapped our cheerleader and our jock
3: probably i think the one thing, though, about this game is it is, I noticed, a
1: little harder to get some of the other classes. That's true. They're a little more um, subtle and out of the way. So you do have well, to go that's... looking for them a little bit.
3: Well, there's one, for example, where all you have to do is open up a magazine and you get the class. But,
1: but how like, would you know we... do that?
3: That's just it, right? Like I, I found it purely by accident because I one of the side quests was read the magazine to find the next quest objective. So I opened all my magazines. That yeah, that's it. that's
1: the Warlock class. Yep. So yeah, there's a I new magazine. It. I haven't read it yet.
3: And then the Barbarian is a pain because it's a really, really tough boss battle. Um, that one took me a couple tries, but I did finally get them, which made me super happy. And then I'm like, wait, I'm not going to use this.
1: Are they going to have more magazines? Because they had one in May, and then they had one in August. So that means they're kind of due for another one, like, next month?
3: I would think so. I haven't seen any updates in regards to the little magazines or not yet, though. Yeah.
1: Now, if you are interested in Knights of Pen and Paper 2, it is 33% off on Steam right now.
3: And honestly, it's a fun little game. Like... I I still enjoyed it. And like I said, I enjoyed this one much more than the first one. Yes. So I'm kind of interested to see, you know, if they make a third one, kind of if they're going to improve upon more of the things. Like, I still don't like how much got recycled for this one. Perfectly, like, all the music. They didn't change any of the music. There's not a single new track in it, which I'm kind of like, really, guys? (laughs) Couldn't even put one new track? (laughs) Um. And then some of the combat stuff got recycled. But again, not to the extent where it's like awful, but... Yeah, and that was the thing. It's
1: like, yeah, there's a bunch of stuff that got recycled. None of it's a super duper deal breaker, but hey, it's recycled. And I think other people will have a lower tolerance for that than necessarily I do.
3: Absolutely. Like, then that's just it. So between those games, those are really what I've been spending my time with that and I finished Life is Strange and I cried like a baby.
1: Oh. We've been watching Giant Bomb play it. I'm not sure I want to play it myself or if I just want to keep watching those.
3: Um, I would watch Giant Bomb play it. Um, it's emotionally scarring. Oh. <laughs> Good to know. Like I, really, I really cried like a baby. And that was also just not because my foot was in a lot of pain. <laughs> 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 The ending is really gut wrenching. Oh. Especially, like, as you grow from the first episode to the last. So, like, for the whole year, I've been saying, like, I'm like, yeah, Until Dawn's, like, been my favorite game I've played all year. And then Mac was like, no, no, go play Life is Strange. And I sent him an email afterwards, and I'm like, I hate you. Because <laughs> he beat Until Dawn somehow. I'm like, I love Until Dawn, though.
0: Oh, dude. You're into horror games?
3: a huge horror game fan, that's the funny thing. And I'm not I'm not big on horror
1: films either. Anna won't the even re- let me
0: watch the quick look for that.
1: Nope. You can watch it when I'm not here or you can watch it in your headphones.
3: <laughs> Until Dawn is a really weird experience that I keep recommending to people because it's it's not what you expect for an adventure game. Like you can actually kill everybody purely by accident. Like you might accidentally not hit the quick time properly. Person's dead. I did a whole playthrough where I killed everybody, and I did a whole playthrough where I saved everybody. Oh, nice. Scott, <laughs> nice. Scott threatened to break the disc. He did. He threatened to break the disc a couple
0: times. Why?
3: It's the only game I was playing. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was just like, no, 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 no. Everybody needs Sam. Sam, can you? How long play does some... a
0: playthrough take?
3: Um, five to six hours. Again, depending on how people are dying, if people are dying like flies, three hours. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's like easy mode. Best- just kill everyone. Yeah,
3: Fast like mode. Just best- kill everyone. Um, my where I saved everybody, it took me about six and a half. But like the best part is to play the game completely cold the first time around and just see what happens because then when you play obviously when you play it second and third time like you know what to expect right but it's more how do you go and find the other kinds of clues that maybe you didn't find the first time around because the game's very clue based like if you find clues they give you more of the story and more of the story and that's sort of what i got addicted to doing when i was playing that game it was i wanted to find all the clues so i could have the whole story okay has a lot of really cool behind the feature stuff like the person who wrote the game is an actual horror writer director and actor so when they started crafting the game like they got someone who really knew what they were doing and really understood kind of how fear affects people right because there's parts of that game where i like i screamed like a baby and like i don't scare easy so it's kind of was kind of funny actually i'm like oh oh i'm kind of uncomfortable right now
0: (laughs) oh that's a perfect game for you anna it is oh yeah this is great
3: if (laughs) i can recommend it play it with somebody else like even if that person's just watching
0: oh let's see because that
3: actually makes the game fun
0: yeah i'll have to have you watch anna
3: (laughs) Anna's not liking me right now she's not gonna go for this no (sighs) I'm sorry, Chris. <laughs> that's all right. You know, I, I just, just won't play. It. It.
0: <laughs> you know what? I think I'll just not. I I laugh at horror games now. I don't know what happened, but I used to be creeped out from the concept. Then I started watching people play them, like um, the uh, that creepy silent hill PT. And I just started yeah. laughing whenever the scares and stuff would happen. I was like, ah, oh, <laughs> that's really funny. And it's like I didn't know that I could do that. So it's like I've learned a new way to appreciate horror stuff that's just it
3: I mean a lot of the time if horror's not done well like you are gonna giggle you're just gonna giggle and that's the way in which you can appreciate it I thought it. PT sometimes...
0: was done well and I was still giggling but whatever
3: <laughs> Some there are some things that are just completely ridiculous Yeah. and it's okay and then there are some that, that do try really hard and you know and I'm the same like when I'm uncomfortable I just laugh it's like I'll laugh at this instead of being like I'm gonna pee my pants
0: hmm.
3: so you know I I, guess I don't play enough horror games really to have the same level of appreciation as someone like uh, Trent on our staff who loves horror games. So
0: you're not playing Um, uh, every episode of Five Nights at Freddy's when it comes out or whatever?
3: No, I have to listen to my nephews talk about Five Nights at Freddy's Uh. every time. And I don't even watch them play and I'm just like, I I don't see how this is scary, guys. And like, they're screaming at the top of their lungs. Like, oh my god, (laughs) this is so scary. And I'm just like, you know what was scarier chucky, you know chucky
0: was? <laughs> so you're gonna terrorize these kids you're gonna make them watch an actual scary movie and their parents are never gonna forgive you
3: i'm a horrific ant, what can i say? yeah <laughs> i didn't like chucky as a kid <laughs> i could probably do it now we'll be fine but mm-hmm. i read enough stephen king to get by i'm good
0: is that how that works okay
3: I don't know. That, 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 that's the bar that I've set for myself. Stephen King can do it, so can I. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright, I like it.
3: <laughs> Otherwise, yeah, that's kind of all I've been up to, because I've been working so damn much.
0: <laughs> work, work, work.
3: Library. Well, when you work in a library with game design students, my goodness, the fights you get into. Oh,
0: it's yeah? Fantastic. You're not supposed to oh, fight my- in the library.
3: <laughs> we, we have Game rigs set up in our library so that they can come in borrow games if they want and play them in the library. So, because it's for the purposes of learning, mm-hmm. we also have board games. So, where, where is this?
0: And... Where is this library? I want to go to this library. You it... have to
3: come to Toronto, man.
0: In Toronto, the Game Works Library. What...
3: No, no, no. It's um, I work for a college, hey, college. and uh, one of the programs that they have is is game design.
1: And, College uh, of Game
0: Design of Toronto.
3: Got it. <laughs> oh god! But actually, a lot of the people who run our program. Listen,
0: are... Sam. I just need you to give me your home address on the stream, <laughs> and phone number. Social security number would help too. And that. Oh wait, no. You have sins. Social identification number. Yeah. And uh... then we're good. And I'll come to the library and check out a book and take all your credit. Damn Um, it, damn it, Chris. No? I strike again. Mm. You should probably not. (sighs) No. (sighs) Shoot. Alice, did you deliver any missiles this
2: week?
3: Yes. What did you play?
2: Oh god. Um well, I don't know. Do you count arrows as missiles? Arrow Uh,
0: I don't know. Tell me about it. I'll I'll make a judgment call. Uh Crusader Kings 2. Oh, that game's hard, isn't it?
2: Um, well, it kind of depends on who you're playing as. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, you know, easy playing as the emperor of the restored Roman Empire. Difficult, the emperor is 2 years old. Oh. <laughs> okay.
3: Yeah, Chris, well, if you're a baby, it's hard.
2: All right, I didn't know. I'm sorry. Well, this is what this is kind of what happens when your dad dies aged 18 having, you know, his wife having just given birth and then he you know goes off to some war in some foreign province and gets himself killed. That jerk. Yeah, well,
0: what is that What, what do,
2: I- do I have to do with this?
0: What did I do?
3: I <laughs> don't understand how hard it is for babies. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh my gosh, I'm sorry. What did I do.
2: I just I, I don't know, I just uh, for for someone it is just amusing to see someone ruling territory from the south of France down to the western Persian Gulf. Um, yeah, there was there was some conquering sprees.
0: And then you go to Uni- Europa Universalis. Is that the next one?
2: That's the idea. Yeah, I, that's the plan. If I, as long as I make that's it through plan. this game. Right. So I love that you um, can do that. Yeah, it does mean you can play a very long period of history. Given that Crusader Kings two start date is now as early as shit, um, seven eighty nine or something. Wow. And then, uh, so you can go across to Europa Evangelos in 1444 or shortly thereafter. Okay. And then that uh, Europa goes through to what, 1800 or something? I have no idea.
0: Something I, like that. These games are not really for me.
2: I like watching people play these games, especially funny people who just make up what's going on. It's... There is some really good, like, people have written some really good after action reports with these games. Mm. Um, at the moment, I do have that odd piece of DLC turned on that, uh, causes the Aztecs to invade Western Europe around 1300. What? So, <laughs> so- that didn't That's happen. So- that was no, not no, a thing. Didn't. Now, so basically, most of the DLCs that they release are Crusader Kings 2, and generally for the, the games in this series, usually focus on, you know, historical, either historical characters like Charlemagne or, um... just basically changing or modifying or improving existing systems. So uh, the Republic making Merchant Republics like Venice playable and Sword of Islam making Islamic rulers playable and stuff like that. But um, uh, Sunset Invasion was a bit of alternate history that they decided to put in. I mean, you can turn it on and off. There's a Mm -hmm. little tick box on the launcher. You don't have to have it. Um, But what it is meant to do is if you play in Western Europe, so... um, France, England, Germany, uh, Scandinavia—that sort of thing—you don't generally have to deal with the uh, Mongol invasions, which happen around sort of 12, 1300. Ah. Um, so yeah, generally a lot safer. So um, they've kind of put uh, this alternate history scenario where um, the Az- uh, like a uh, an advanced Aztec empire crosses the Atlantic and invades Western Europe. Because why not? Yeah, why not? So, if you then... However, if you have Sunset Invasion uh, enabled and you then port the save across to Europe Universalis 4, which includes uh, the entire American landmass as playable territory, um, instead of the um, kind of vaguely easy sort of pushover Aztecs that you can encounter if you're playing a Western nation, Uh, you find the reformed Aztec Empire that invaded Europe there, which have a significantly better technology group and are a lot harder to get rid of. Oh, dear. So, yeah, they can make conquering America ridiculously difficult. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the real thing? No, because generally speaking, we sort of didn't really have that much trouble.
1: <laughs> I know. I am so. I was being snide. I'm sorry.
2: Oh, right. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, um, yeah. <laughs> so that will be a thing that's happening. I'm only I'm only in 1150 right now. So I've got at least another 50 years of good life before the Aztecs come for my hearts. <laughs> hearts. Well, how many maybe- hearts do you have? Oh just the one but oh, okay. I'm going over a country with what I don't know a couple of a few 100,000 th- people in okay that's that's you a lot of hearts. hearts
0: all the hearts all the feels
2: mm. um other stuff um I did finish Legacy of the Boys Yay, congrats um kind of ended mm, not quite the way I expected it to but sort of the way I expected it to okay and you know what I don't mind the ending. Starcraft already was B, like, kind of B-movie sci-fi schlock. Yeah. It has a B-movie sci-fi schlock ending. Yeah. And you know what? I'm you, fine with you're that. You're fine with that? All right. I am totally 100% okay with that. Like, yeah. T- 100% A-okay.
1: And okay. you know what?
2: The Protoss campaign is really, really fun. Good.
1: Yeah, I love the mission variety.
2: Yeah, And also just things like the campaign units and also the stuff that they bring back. It's really nice just to see the arbiters and the Dragoons again.
0: Yay!
1: Yeah, see, that doesn't mean (laughs) anything to me because I didn't play the other games.
2: Yeah, I mean, they've even fixed the pathfinding on the Dragoons because it was legendarily awful in StarCraft. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, There's a really good StarCrafts video that makes fun of that. um, oh yeah, like
1: cause you get a you actually get a dragoon as like someone that is in your ship and hangs out with you.
2: Uh, yeah, he used to be a dragoon as well. That's what his hero unit was in the original StarCraft. Cool. Um, he. Oh, uh, I know
0: who you're talking
2: about. Yeah. Oh, that Oh, how is that possible?
1: Um, All
0: it's right. explained. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There is a rational Because that shouldn't should actually
2: be. A, that shouldn't happen. <laughs> But yeah, it does. there is a, there, there is a rational explanation for this one. Okay. All right. Um and yeah, uh, the mission variety is really good. I did like the fact that um there is, in the three little uh, epilog missions, they recreate the um the brood war campaign structure uh just for three missions. Really? So while the main campaign in release order went went with the original StarCraft, so Terran, Zerg, Protoss, mm-hmm. the three missions of the epilog go Protoss, uh, Terran, Zerg. Huh.
1: Okay. Well, that's
0: how
2: it was in this. Yeah, in this, in the expansion. Yeah, in, in Brood War. Yeah. The three campaigns went in that order. So I thought, yeah, you know, nice little touch. Yeah. yeah I'll, and I'll probably go back and replay a couple of the campaign missions on harder difficulties to see if I can do them. I finished it on normal for for the record. Okay.
0: Good. Good um, to note.
2: Uh, I have put quite a bit of time into Final Fantasy XI this week. Ooh, um, what have you been doing on Eleven? So I found um, someone posted a uh, a topic on Reddit, on the, the Final Fantasy XI subreddit, um, about making the game look a little better. And that uh, pointed me towards one of the window add-ons that uh, changes the FPS cap from 30 to 60, mm-hmm. uh, which, good God, like, I really wish I, I knew about this like five years ago. Because, oh man, the, the 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 Final Fantasy XI's frame rate is one of the few things that has ever really bothered me about the game. Sometimes, because you you've been able to do like ridiculous super sampling with Eleven for years now through registry editing and stuff like that. Right. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's that's good. That's real good. Um. And oh my so what I've been doing. Oh, this is... is weird.
0: I'm watching someone's YouTube video in 60 frames. You can just oh, that's weird. Yeah, that I know, looks right? wrong.
2: Oh, you can get you. Get it looks like it a modern quick. game. I know. You turn so the, You turn the super. You turn the super sampling on, and suddenly, like the textures are in really good quality. <laughs> Um so yeah uh, I can't remember the name of the add-on it's I think it's the config add-on under the window program uh-huh. uh download that and then there's a f- uh, there's a an um do slash slash config in the games uh text box yeah and it there's an fps switch under oh, that awesome. so turn that on or I'm turn it try off, that or whatever yeah. It, it, it honestly, it makes such a difference, and I'm really, really kicking myself for not finding out about it sooner.
0: Oh my gosh, I've been uh, forgetting to log in every day to get my points. What is
2: wrong um, with me? I did also finish. I did also finish the uh, Rhapsody Savannah deal storyline, which means I have formally rolled the credits on Final Fantasy XI. Congrats! Yay! I have finished, finished everything. <laughs> I haven't. There's a couple of storylines that I still have outstanding. Oh, okay. um, but I have otherwise effectively finished the game. As it were, you know, because hmm. none of the other, as far as I remember, none of the other story, like finishing any of the other storylines rolls credits. Uh, it's no, like, no, 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 promethea like, it's not... definitely rolls credits. No, promethea does have a, that final scene that plays yeah. distant worlds, but I can't remember if it rolls credits. I'm
0: pretty sure it rolled credits. Okay. It's been a while since they they've sure. done that though. Cause I did
2: that in the past year. And yeah. so, um, yeah. The, so the, the primary thing I'll be doing this week mm-hmm. is generally a demonstration of how easy it is to gain levels with the key items that you get from Rhapsody's of Anadil. My Thief was level 1 on last week on Sunday and is now level 68 as of yeah. today. And I've barely played. How have you been leveling uh, just killing shit. <laughs>
0: no, 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 but like where and with what sort of party? So, or generally. Just by yourself easiest, with the. the... I,
2: have, I have been by myself with a, with a, with a five trust party. I'm using Eroha uh, 2 who you get for finishing Rhapsody's of Anadil. Um, uh, Apuru, Apururu, who is the Unity, one of the Unity contacts, uh, as a healer. Gesho as a tank. Um,. Arcelia two as a support and Shantotto, two as a damage dealer. Who was your tank? Gesho. So. Okay. Uh, he's the blink tank from. Uh, you need to be some way through the Treasures of Gan storyline to get him. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah because he's a blink tank he spends much of his time evading things. Oh he's of the bird damage. guy. Yeah. Okay. Which means that uh he takes less damage and therefore requires less MP to kept keep his HP up.
1: He's a Yagudo?
2: Yeah. Yes, he is. All right. So you have I'm sorry,
0: let's go over this again. You have Apurururu, which yep. is like a really Hila. easy one to get. Um you have Gesho, which yep. is okay. You have Shantoto 2.
2: Yeah, no, not Shantoto 1. Shantoto two is a reward. Is a is the current login campaign or a reward at five hundred points. Okay. Um you'll want to get her because she is Insane. fucking amazing. Okay, and um, then who she, else? She got
0: Eroha uh, two. Eroha, E-ro-ha what? Ero- How Eroha do I spell that?
2: I R O. Oh okay. She's the um like the it's main. It's not character even in this from... wiki.
0: She's so new. Okay. Uh, yeah.
2: She's the main character from Rusty's deal Okay. And then that's um, it. Uh who are we missing? That's I feel four like we're missing someone. That's there's one more. Oh, Arcelia too. She's the main character from uh Seekers of Adulan. Um you Arcelia? Is that like Missy Elliot? C I
0: E L A Oh my gosh. Arcelia, Arcelia. Yeah. Okay. I don't know her at all. What's that she's, from? She's
2: uh she's the main character from Seekers, Seekers of Adulan. So you got to play some of that. You pick her... You get RCL 2 from the Rhapsody of storyline. Okay. Got it. So get the uh,
0: sequels. Okay, tell me why Shantodo's freaking awesome.
2: Okay, so Shantodo 2 is very good in that um, she only casts uh, Tier 1 Black Magic. So Fire, Thunder, Blizzards, and all of those. She, she doesn't cast anything else um however her uh basic magic stats are through the roof ah. and she does horrifying amounts of damage with those spells now but if um, just like shantotto one would just cast and then be out
0: of mp super fast yeah,
2: so shantotto two doesn't really run out of mp Ooh. because uh, the spells that she cast are cost so little okay um and she has a huge mp pool it now she does also do melee attacks and has several uh weapon skills as well. Um, and she will frequently um skill chain with you and then magic burst off those skill chains using very fast casting magic. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen her do over uh like 2500 damage and she's not even level 70.
0: That's awesome!
2: Yeah, I wouldn't surprise me actually if they nerfed her slightly, she's that good. Okay. So, um, yeah. Very, very useful. Um, die, can get silenced. That's about her only weakness. But even if she gets silenced, she can still melee attack. So, yeah. She's it's very useful. A mage that doesn't easily run out of MP is a rarity. Um, so, yeah. I've been using that party. And my, my general leveling strategy is... Um, you know those leveling books... Mhm. Yeah, use those as a guide. Basically, find um find what their level ranges are. Minus about 5 or 6 because you can take enemies on with that level gap. Yeah. Um and then basically just go to town.
0: Okay.
2: Um so at the moment, um I think the the suggested uh levels for the thing that I was doing before I started the cast are where is it? Uh, ruined gardens. Yeah, so the suggested level range for what I'm doing at the moment is seventy-two, seventy-six, and I'm fighting this stuff at level sixty-five. Nice. So you having this party present. Wait, and you're up in sky doing that? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. Just soloing away. Okay. And as I would say, that's how good having that that party is in terms of um because the, the the books were designed for people who are soloing right so having five npcs around to like buff you heal you tank mm-hmm. means that you can do a lot more uh and allows you to be pretty ballsy as far as fighting enemies is concerned cool so, um so yeah, it's like you can you can go out at level one, you can summon your whole party, and you can like fight level fives right off the bat, and then you can you can level up in like two enemy kills. So, uh, at the moment, I can kill uh, the targets for page one in Ruined Gardens in Sky. Uh, I can get two thousand three hundred exp per mob. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, that's how easy it is. If XP you do, if, in,
0: in this game now is a joke.
2: Yeah. If you get the key items from the Rhapsodies of deal storyline, it is very easy. Very easy. It doesn't get difficult until you start doing, like, what is now endgame. And that's, if you remember, that's where I actually ran into a couple of problems. So... But I was able to have some help with my link shell on Sylph to do the final boss. And you will probably need help to do the final boss. I
0: saw you uh, asking for that in chat the one day that I logged in. That oh, that's funny. You? Yeah, I just saw you randomly doing that. And I was like, oh, I stuck to to Oh, but I got to
2: go. All right. <laughs> yeah, well, I, managed, I did manage to get a couple of people to help out. Oh, that's great. Um, and uh, yeah, finished it. Good times. Nice. Um, the only other thing I've been doing for the most part um yeah a little bit of time to 14 as i normally do mm-hmm. um but however i also got an invite to the current test version 2.0 of star citizen's persistent universe test what does that mean um okay so because i can't um,
0: keep up with star citizen and what level of test it's on day to day
2: so there is um the test that they've been up to uh that mean that has been going up to this point has been the arena commander and social module stuff mm-hmm. which i think was code version 1.3 um they put a they do actually have a effectively a test version of the release versions that they've been doing with you know a bit like how mmos have got like test servers you can log into and stuff like that mm-hmm. um and then so the current one that they released for a very small number of people originally, mostly um either YouTube people or people who've been contributing a lot on their bug tracker. They've got like a public bug tracker. Um got uh invites to the two point uh the two point version. Now two point introduces um like a, an entire playable star system, uh, multi-crew ships. Um, basically, it's a kind of prototype version of the Persistent Universe model. Right? Mm-hmm. Keeping up. And um, apparently on Friday, they started sending out invites for people who have low backer numbers. Okay. So people who kick, who kickstarted like 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 way, way back when the Kickstarter was running. Right. Yeah, like me. Um, I couldn't get on at first because good lord, the servers are getting hammered at the moment. Oh, what a shock. Um, but uh, no, so yeah, I downloaded that stuff. Good fucking god, the game crashes a lot. Does um, it? <laughs> yeah, funny that. But then again, I think most of the people who are in it are aware that this day, you know, they ask for being uh, included more in kind of early like Alpha. Um, yeah. like test versions and stuff like that. There are a lot of bugs. Um, there are a lot of crashes. But hey, you know what? When it works, it's really good to just pick up a ship and fly it around. Now, so you know, knowing that that elements of the game are coming together in a way that I think people um, people were thinking that we wouldn't see uh, like a persistent universe version before like April next year sort of thing at the earliest so it is it is real nice to see progress like this cool Um, I will probably try and put a little bit more time in if I can get a moment where it doesn't crash so
0: Hmm. Good times. Good times. Alright. Whew. Are we done? I think we're done. We're done. That
1: was a really long now playing.
0: Sam, did we put you to sleep with the Final Fantasy Eleven talk? No. No. But, but it's time for you to go.
1: It
3: is time for me to unfortunately go do a couple of things. But thank you guys for having me. Well, and, thank you, you know-
0: so much for being here. Thank you it's Sam. It's fun when you can be on.
3: Thank I try, you,
0: Sam, my- and we cry when you can't be on
3: well now that i have saturdays off again the only day off in the week i have i oh. will try harder
0: okay yeah because we want to eat up all your spare time so you become a very grumpy person
3: <laughs> especially if i've reviewed another game i'll gladly come on and
0: <laughs> all right well we'll <laughs> see right. you around sam thanks here guys bye-bye all right so it's time for news
1: Beep, 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 I think beep, it's beep, time beep, beep, for news. Beep, beep. It's
0: time for news.
1: So I have two sort of little tidbits that I picked up this morning, and that I kind of want to have Leave oh, yeah? open for discussion.
0: Oh, hit me with them.
1: So, Target,
0: Target, saw
1: its biggest. Let's say it the right Black way. Friday Target. online sales. Okay. Um, Tar- top three items. What do you think they were?
0: Um, at Target, yes. Um, an ultra HD TV. Nope. No. Um, Socks. Nope. Okay. Um, Amiibos.
1: (laughs) No.
2: Uh... Any
1: guesses, Alice?
2: Uh, PS 4s
1: No. The top three items sold through Target Online were the Apple iPad, the Apple Watch, and the Wii U. I suspect that was the Mario Splatoon bundle. Oh,
0: okay. Were because, they offering gift cards with those things? I'm not sure because that's usually how Target gets in.
1: That 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 is my assumption. But I thought it was really interesting that the first thing you would guess would be PS4 or a TV, but no, the Wii U. <laughs> so that was cool. Hmm. Also, another little Nintendo centric tidbit: um, the Samus Aram Aran. Amiibo, um, can get you through the Metro, um, pay station the... in Moscow.
0: What? <laughs> what?
1: Yeah. It turns out just the way that the Samus around Amiibos are programmed. Apparently they let you through the, the, how did
0: somebody figure that out?
1: I don't know. And I don't know if it's real or not, but that's I, awesome. I saw that floating around today as a rumor and I'm like. That's cool. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> so, I have no way of knowing if that is actually legit. If people hear either way, please definitely come to the forums. Uh, Forum.opr.com. Yeah, because of all of our
0: RP gamers over in Moscow. Well, I mean, we'll find one maybe, but. <laughs> hmm.
1: So, yeah, I thought that was cool. No, I like it. <laughs>
0: all right uh next story for us uh bombshells an action rpg from 3d realms yep the duke nukem people i didn't See, know they I, were making I think a of game
1: them as like heroes of might and magic no no that's 3do gaming right that's
0: something else right. nowadays it's uh you know the starts with an n and published by ubisoft but anyway uh
1: no no, no. you're thinking of n1 who does the king's bounty series and it's different from the Heroes of Might Magic series, which is done by Ubisoft.
0: Okay. No, we've had this argument before. I'm not going to have it again. Because <laughs> I
1: was right last time. No,
0: actually, I proved myself right last time. <laughs> Doesn't matter. And it's not N1. It's a different company um, that I was thinking er,
1: of. Yeah, I guess it is 1C. Yeah. Anyways.
0: Yeah, you were thinking 1C. Carry That's Okay. On. So anyway, Bombshell. Did you know they were making this? I forgot they were making this. No,
1: I have never heard of it.
0: Uh, it's an action RPG from 3D Realms being pushed back to January 29th. It's going to be 35 bucks. Um It's going to be on Xbox One and PS4. Because, um, you know, 3D Realms prove themselves so uh, so wo- trustworthy. Um, <laughs> but we'll see. Yeah, I just thought that was weird that Duke Nukem folks are making an action RPG and that we forgot about it. But it's okay. It's being pushed back. Um, Axe Studio is putting out a game called Yik, Y-I-I-K. or Oh, oh that's Y2K, isn't it? No, that's it? the Y2K. Y2K is what it's supposed to be called. And we talked about this before. Okay, it's a postmodern RPG, and they put out some voice acting samples that are up on the, on the site right now. You can go check it out. If you forgot, uh, these are from a pre-alpha build, so keeping that in mind. It's set in the 90s with main protagonist and college graduate Alex Eggleston discovering various colorful hidden worlds. The game uses a turn-based battle system involving a party of up to eight members with some unconventional weapons including panda plushies. PC, Mac, Linux, Vita, PS4, Wii U. Don't know when it's coming out, but go check it out if you want to see more about that Um, game.
1: I think it's 2017. I I think it's...
0: 2017. Oh, wow.
1: I think it's a ways out. You're
0: going to have to get really hyped then.
1: (laughs) because well, they I'm ain't coming sure out soon that they talked about this before <laughs> okay
0: that's fine so uh also in the news the old hunters is an expansion for bloodborne that's out now for 20 bucks and uh i i love this they had to put out like hey here's how you get to the expansion because apparently it's confusing so i'm gonna read this to you and you tell me if you understand a word of what i'm saying To access the new content, players must first defeat the boss of the cathedral ward area and change the in-game time to night by using the altar in the back of the room. They must then receive the eye of the blood-drunk hunter from a messenger in the hunter's dream. Following that, they need to go to Odin Chapel and leave via the left-hand exit to the square. At the right end of the square, an event will trigger and take players to a new area called the Hunter's Nightmare. If players light the lamp in this new area, they will be able to easily travel to and from it through an awakening headstone in the hunter's dream and there's a set of screenshots on the site that shows the steps detailed above <laughs> so you go do all those things then you can play the the expansion content you bought <laughs> Anna's fallen asleep
1: okay going back to y2k no i remember reading in a story that it got delayed i to the next year and i took that as 2016 to 2017 it was 2015 to 2016
0: so oh, okay my bad. that's all right Chud Chud Industries is a developer. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's the name of a developer. They're making a dual-screen dungeon crawler, Temple of Yag. We... It's,
1: this is... I, I swear we talked about chud this in the podcast already, but maybe I just talked about it with people on the forums.
0: No, I don't know. It's coming out to the Wii U in next month, December 16th.
1: Well, yes no. and no. In
0: Europe in the se- January 7th. So
1: it's episodic.
0: Yeah, so you... the Okay, they're, they're putting out four different episodes and each episode raises the price of the game so if you get in early it's six dollars if you wait till they're all out it'll be 10 bucks we'll see if how much they hold to that price structure
1: so first epic is out on december 27 december 16th in north america january 7th in europe Yep. Yeah. the second epic is coming Air, quote, spring. spring 2016 and they don't have and dates then the for third the third and two. the fourth epic yeah, they're, yeah. whatever when it's whatever. done when it's done yeah
0: <laughs> i just thought that that pricing model is kind of cool so
1: i think this is really cool because this is a light and dark realm and the light realm is up on the tv and the dark realm is on the wii u gamepad
0: Oh, cool! I didn't know that. All right, that's what they mean by duels. So you can do things in one or the other. So you just look at the screen you need to look at. I'm not or do you transfer? sure. Okay,
1: I think this is something that me and you are going to pick up and play over the holidays try it so out. we can talk about it okay. on the podcast. Sounds good. This, this sounds exactly like the kind of game we want to play and talk about on the yeah, podcast.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Spearhead Studios has more info about their upcoming RPG stories, The Paths of Destiny. Which used to be known as Stories, the Hidden Paths, so that's a name change. It was, uh, it was gonna. They announced back in PS uh, August that it was coming to PS Four. It follows Renardo the Fox, an ex-pirate and practitioner of Sword Fu, best name for Kung Fu ever, Sword Fu, as he attempts to influence the events leading up to a final battle between a mad emperor and a rebellion opposing him. (sighs) It's action, it's action combat. Uh, Renardo kills people with lots of swords because you know Sword a
1: pirate furry story
0: no i think he's like the fox like the a thief
1: oh i don't think
0: he's actually a fox ah,
1: thank a little, you
0: for clarifying i'll take a look let's there's a little trailer oh no he's actually a fox <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: he's actually a fox all right so I was this wrong. is a pirate furry. got here, a tail you. and everything okay fine <laughs> whatever and uh he's uh you say that like it's a bad word. Um Let's see. No, I don't. Yes, you do. No, I don't. Okay. Stories. Uh, it doesn't have a release date yet. And let's see. Gems can be equipped to swords to alter um his his fighting style, I guess. And uh, materials to craft unique swords can also be found. So, action RPG, I guess. Where you play as a fox who kills things. So, there you go. This looks fun. I don't know it's coming out. Um... So sometime next year. so, And they got a little video up on the site, so you can go watch the video and see if you look interested in it, because it looks cute. looks fun. Uh, let's see. Witching Hour Studios. I'm loving all the studio names today. Witching Hour Studios has confirmed its isometric RPG. You know, that's the 45-degree overhead angle. Masquerada Songs and Shadows coming to PS4. Uh, it was originally on for PC and Mac, so now it's coming to a console as well. Uh, sometime in the spring. I don't have an exact date.
1: 2015, where all the best games came out in 2016.
0: That's right. In a PlayStation blog post, dudes like, hey, while DMing tabletop campaigns, I f- try to find a way to avoid the common issue of magic characters outclassing their more physical allies and achieve this by allowing anyone to gain access to magic if they can get their hands on a mask, something that has been translated into masquerade by featuring the arts such as song, dance, and sports as a focus for controlling magic. So, the game's inspired by classic computer RPGs like Baldur's Gate, Neverwinter Nights. So, those, uh, so, you know, pause to do tactics, sort of, uh, battle systems, which I love. So, and, uh, they're gonna try and add both depth and control to the combat with that. And, let's see, they took out some things that they felt were superfluous, like inventory management and traditional experience points. So, I guess you'll level up in a different way and you don't have lots of loot. Which makes me a little sad, because I like the inventory management in the Baldur's Gate game. But, whatever and so it'll be focused more on the combat itself it looks like and there'll be skill options and customizable skills stuff like that so look forward to that coming out and we have a trailer up on the site that you can watch for it alderley games they put out lots of little indie titles right yep all right so they announced uh yeah they put out their latest title called the king's heroes uh it's 20 bucks there's a free demo and there's a 150 page digital strategy guide for seven dollars if you want to do that So, here's this one. This one is about finding the whereabouts of Princess Darlene, who has mysteriously vanished in an incident that left the witness with no memory of what occurred. Wait, then how can they be a witness? How do you know they're... Okay. Players can choose from eight characters, a number of which have up to four potential classes to select from to make up your princess searching party. It's uh, gonna have 30, 40 hours of gameplay easy normal and hard modes there's also a story mode where the monsters have like no hp and are super easy to beat and a maniac mode which makes it super duper hard and an attack mode where monsters do not respond after being defeated but ends restore only a limited amount of hp and mp so that's okay i actually
1: give them credit they they call them distinct difficulty modes and they actually are distinct i'm yes, impressed they are yeah
0: so I don't know what this uh, this one looks like. Uh, Alderley Games, okay, yeah, I, they do like RPG Maker, right?
1: You put Masquerada in the story in the story notes twice.
0: I did, and that was a mistake. I'm sorry. Uh, let's see. Badishment. No, we could delete that. Boom. Oh. <gasps> I think I did. Yes. Okay. Freedom Wars. We cover that. Yes. That's a uh, Monster Hunter like game for Vita. Yes. It's coming free to PlayStation Plus in December. No, Chris. No
1: rpgs don't come in playstation plus
0: what do you mean how Wait, many t- what?
1: there are no rpgs in playstation plus guys. i'm sure but this one is are you sure
0: yeah the, no it's announced it's it's coming are you sure oh for frick's
1: sake <laughs> Anna, look at what's
0: going on here uh, yes i am sure but the first chapter of king's quest which i just bought is also coming to playstation plus
1: <laughs> sorry
0: no, ain't here's the, the full. Ain't that the best? I am reading off the PlayStation blog right now. Here are your PlayStation Plus free games f- no, that are Chris, available. No, Chris. don't the,
1: come on the PlayStation. They
0: Plus. are available the first Tuesday of December Far Cry 3, Blood Dragon, Freedom Wars, Gauntlet Slayer Edition, King's Quest Chapter 1, A Night to Remember. Oh, it's only the first chapter. Okay, I bought the whole season. Rocket Birds, Hard Boiled Chicken, and SSX. Hey, that's exactly. I'm impressed. Is it? I'm
1: impressed that I got to rile him that much over that.
0: Well, I was no, I was upset at the uh, King's Quest thing. Okay. That's why I reacted like that. I'm sorry.
1: (laughs) I was like, no King's Quest. I just bought that. No.
0: (laughs) And finally, the best news for Anna Marie that's hit all
1: week. Yay! Picross Pokemon comes out this week.
0: Comes out on December third, and Anna's very. Very excited about Picross Pokemon.
1: So, December 3rd in North America and Europe and December 2nd in Japan.
0: Following up for a brief story around US-released games or US games or games coming to the US. Trailers! That's a... Very awkward way to say that. Yeah. Trailers. Trailer for Xenoblade Chronicles X. Trailer. You can go watch it. Yet another trailer. There's like 8,000 hours of footage for this game that Nintendo's been putting out. They put out one more. Um, Giant Bomb's got a quick look up. It's funny. Go watch it if you want to see more of that as well. I, or watch it. The- I, already, I already have it pre ordered. Yeah, so do I. I pre ordered it on my Wii. It looks amazing. Yeah,
1: we pre downloaded it last night because yeah, it's it such a massive amazing. game. Nice.
2: I, may- I, uh, wait. Oh, do you have it pre-ordered like through the eShop or yes, something? Yes, because the oh, right, okay. if you
1: get the physical copy, there is like 10 gigs of packs that it wants you to download to make the game faster. In other words, playable.
0: I didn't want to go looking for all those packs, so I just pressed the button to pre-order, and then it said, okay,
2: going to download. I'm like, all right, go. Oh, okay. Do you, Can you actually go and download? Because I'm getting a physical copy. You can copy. pre-download yes, the patches. Okay, I should probably go and do that. Yes. Yes. yes, you should. Because
1: it will, I mean, it literally makes the game playable. Okay. No,
0: that I saw. I saw some side by sides, Anna. It's not that much longer without okay. it. All it's right. it's it. I don't know where you got the. Is that what people have been saying? It makes it playable. Yeah, because that's not what it looked like on the videos I was seeing. Okay, but okay, it, it really didn't look unplayably long load times. It wasn't like you know Bloodborne before the patch or anything like that. Come on. Oh, uh, oh, jeez. Yeah, <laughs> you remember that. <laughs> I remember people talking about it. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Japanese and foreign related game news Genbun Ibun Roku. That's Fire Emblem Cross uh, Shimagami Tensei.
1: No, uh, yeah.
0: It Pound intru-
1: Fire Emblem.
0: It introduced Tiki and the Bloom Palace. Um, they put out two more trailers, and at this point, folks, I need to tell you something. I literally do not understand what's going on in this game anymore. I have no clue how to keep up with it. There's so much crazy crap being described in the article. I'm just going to say go to RB Gamer and read the news story about, <laughs> about Fire Emblem Cross... Or the Fire Emblem with the pound sign. That's the one. And go, go read that. Maybe you'll understand what's going on with this tiki person who's been in other Fire Emblem games or whatever yeah. it is. And watch the videos, because I, I have no idea... Anna, do you want to explain? I can't explain.
1: No, I just. All right. No,
0: I don't know what's going on. There's like, there's there's forms and, I, I and other swear. worlds and, and yeah. then people and Krom is there. I don't know
1: what's going on. And there's idols.
0: Sure, because why not? All right.
1: I, you know, it's funny. As much as Chris is completely checked out of this game now that it's almost launched in japan i suspect that he is going to want to sit and watch me play it because he really likes idle games and this is kind of an idle game i i
0: i'm sure i will be interested in this game when we get it here but the descriptions of what's going on i can't follow anymore so i'm I'm, i need to play it and see it happen because it makes no sense (laughs) all right uh, Sega has put out a trailer, excuse me, Sega has put out a trailer for its upcoming PS4 and PS3 game, um, the remake of the first Yakuza. Who's been waiting for that?
1: Um, well, Probably Sam. She just been... jumped off the yeah, show. Well, I mean, here's the thing. is This thing is coming out, like, January, at the end of January, right? Yep. January uh, in
0: Japan.
1: In Japan. It comes with a demo download code for Yakuza 6. Uh-huh. This has not been announced for North America. Um, No, we just 6.
0: No, we've got because we haven't even gotten five yet. Right, Yakuza Five is supposed to come out at some point digitally in North America and Europe this year, so we will not hear anything about six until after five's out.
1: Um, do we? Oh no, it has a release. Uh, no wait. Um, What does it have a release date?
0: What Yakuza? Yakuza Five? I don't think it does. We just know it's supposed to come at some point. Oh.
1: You know what's going to happen? It's going to yep. come out on like Christmas Day or some crap. I think
0: they know that that would be a bad idea. And they're walking into it. <laughs> Eyes wide uh, open. If I they mean, do that. they
1: could put it out on the 22nd or the 29th. Great. Because that's a Tuesday, right? Or they could put it out literally on the 25th. It's uh, a Friday.
0: No, don't do that.
1: Don't Happy, Merry Christmas. It's free. PlayStation Plus. That Merry would be Christmas. Cool. Oh, yeah, cool, that would Sarah. actually be kind of cool. All right. Hey. What? Do you want to know about the next Star Ocean game? Not really. Well, <laughs> I love this subtitle: "Integrity and faithlessness."
0: That's right. That's the subtitle.
1: So here, um, they're they're revealing party members basically one by one.
0: So this week, it's about Lilia, an amnesiac twelve year old girl who comes up across the protagonists, Fidel and Miki. So, there you go. She's not playable, but she th- joins fights in the supporting role, and there's going to be private actions, of course, back in the series again, and they're, they've been announcing that, apparently. They show how interactions between different party members are based off those party members' affection towards one another.
2: So, who's into Star Ocean?
1: I think I... I Alice?
2: Um, uh, I have liked previous games in the series.
1: I can't remember. Was well, that I've more of an Alex
0: thing, then? Two
1: or three. Then? Might be more
0: of an Alex. Because he thing. was somebody was able to explain all the the weird story for that game. Alright, well, whatever.
1: Um. So, much like Dragon Quest Heroes, this is PS3, PS4 in Japan, but PS4 only in North America.
0: Sometime in 2016
1: yep, for us, 2016. so that's cool, though. February 25th, it. 2016 in Japan, and sometime 2016 for the rest of the world. It's not so we'll even, even it a in Japan yet.
0: Yeah. Spike Chunsoft has put out a trailer for its new Triace game. That's a weird company... Combination there,
1: um, uh, the pr- Star Ocean is Trace and Square Enix.
0: Yeah, right? but not Spike chunsoff Yeah, that's, so that's what's weird. Uh, Exist Archive, the other side of the sky. Yes, that's the name of the game. Exist Archive, the other side of the sky. Whatever. It's a side view RPG, which I love that description because you're looking at it from the side. <laughs> um, it starts off in modern day Tokyo before moving on to the planet. Pro- Proto-Lexa, which sounds like a prescription drug. Proto-Lexa, <laughs> after an explosion caused by dark god Yamatoga, kills the game's 12 heroes. Due to the way they died, these 12 characters become immortal, with each of them harboring a piece of the god soul within them. Unfortunately, this also means they are now embroiled in the affairs of a quarrelsome pantheon. and pantheon being a, you know, lineup of gods. Uh, Exist Archive is due to be released for PlayStation 4 and Vita in Japan on December 17th. No Westerman Lisa announced yet. So
1: who normally does Spike Chunsoft games? It's split between a few different people, right? I
0: don't know. I thought they did their own games.
1: No. Because Spike
0: Chunsoft did the Mystery Dungeon games.
1: Yeah, but they don't publish for themselves.
0: No, they don't publish, but this is their they're the publisher in this case.
1: Yeah, but who publishes their games in North America? Because... I
0: don't. Oh, in the, in the US? Yes, no,
1: because I... it's split between a bunch of different people, right? Probably
0: like Atlas and Axis and, and you know.
1: Um. wait, Spike Chunsoft did Conception. Yeah and so, they also did um i'm telling that? you it's atlas
0: that? and axis no in a... no
1: no no it's the game that you tear clothes off of people so that they blow up I the keep a
0: strip yeah so exceed yes so all right so axis axis and exceed the people who would axis put out atlas. weird the... you said
1: axis axis and etsy
0: whatever etsy <laughs> etsy.com what puts it out you can buy a crocheted version of this rpg coming out next year nexon's putting out a new mmorpg called rpl it has action it has animal themed characters the beta starts in korea on december 3rd yeah games coming out of korea folks and this is a weird game where you get to play as either a mage rabbit a witch snake a fighter leopard a puppeteer sheep an engineer squirrel or a hunter dog and these animals are animals in that they are people who are wearing ears or tails of the respective creatures um, so that's, that's about it for the animal crossover there. So I don't know what that's about. I don't know if it'd be any good. It's an Exxon MMO, probably kind of okay. Those tend to be usually free to play. Uh, Shantoto is in Dissidia, and she looks amazing, and everyone should go watch her trailer. Um, it's not an RPG, and I don't care. It's a fighting game with Final Fantasy characters. Go watch the Shantoto trailer. She turns into a giant and then, like, Blast everybody with dark energy. It's fantastic. And yes, other trailers came out, but who cares because Shantoto's awesome. Am I right, Alice, or am I right? <laughs> you are indeed correct. I am indeed correct. So yeah, to Law trailers, whatever. Shantoto trailer. Go watch it. They show how to do all the moves. Then go fly to Japan and play it in the arcades when it comes out
1: because hey. that's easy hey chris what i have good news for you
0: what is the good news
1: sega has announced a new action RPG. oh
0: delightful
1: fortesia
0: oh i like that name fortesia so you
1: team up with four people uh-huh it's a free-to-play game
0: uh-huh Tell well no to- is it free to play or yes. we just think it's free to play it's free to play oh you know for sure now yes. okay and
1: it's coming to mobile devices what
0: what you said you had good news
1: uh-huh sorry
0: you suck <laughs> It's Japan only. Probably won't even come out here. Download it off the Japanese App Store, I guess. Atelier Shelly Plus, Anna. Yes. Does that make you excited? Yes, That's because been officially they announced. are
1: adding like a ton of things. And basically, here was the thing. Is and, this the last game in the Dusk trilogy? Right. And this was the complaint that people were having is it's like, so it's the third game in the Dusk trilogy, but unlike um, Miruru, it doesn't sort of wrap up the story in the sort of same satisfying way because you have all these threads from the previous two games that never get addressed in the third one.
0: Oh, that's no good.
1: And so what they've done is they've basically added all of the characters from the previous two games and started wrapping yeah, up is Yeah, going
0: to be in this game, in this plus version. Well Logi, Logi will be coming in as in the plus version. Yes. And so is uh, Logi the second game?
1: Uh, Eska and Logi. Eschatology. Is the second game in the Dust Trilogy? Yes.
0: So you've already played the first game in the Dust Trilogy? Yes. I didn't know that. Okay. So, all right. That was,
1: I had you download it on the Vita. I'm so confused. Okay, that's fine. Because the plus version came out.
0: Okay. Um, uh, And there's some explanation of Dusk in this game that's going to be dealt with. Something about an argument cutscene has been improved. I don't know what the heck that means. Mm -hmm. And there's new costumes and bosses. So, you know, it's a plus version of Atelier Shelley. So if you're into those, keep waiting. I bet that'll come out here eventually. No, No announcement yet. But at least it's, it exists now. So that's a thing. Valkyria Azure Revolution. That new Valkyria Chronicles games from Sega. Um,
1: Sega. It's
0: going to have permanent death, they announced. But it's okay because you can go back and redo like earlier chapters like you can do in Valkyria Chronicles. You just kind of go through the storybook and pick another chapter, right? Um, and so that'll let you re-experience the story with those characters in it who died the first time you went through it. So you could just kind of... just jump around and replay, so uh, I'm five missions in, this person's been dead, something significant happened, well, how about I go back, go to that first mission, keep them alive, and then replay the most recent mission and see what it's like with them alive. So that sounds flexible, right?
1: That sounds like cheating.
0: Yeah, it's cheating, yeah. And then, continuing in its grand tradition, Japan is getting more cool stuff, a Dragon Quest Builders-themed PS4
1: They're getting a Dragon Quest Builder-themed Vita, too.
0: Yeah, we announced that a while back. But uh, they also have got a black and white. I like the black one because it's like gold etching with GQ Builder and a slime. Japan gets all the cool stuff.
1: We haven't decided if we're importing that Vita yet, have
0: we? No, we haven't decided that.
1: Hey, we have a story for
0: Alice. Alice, we have a story for you.
1: So I'm going to read this. Yeah, I'm going to read this, and it is going to make no sense to me. But I'm hoping that Alice will cheer.
0: I want to hear how you pronounce it.
1: Okay. V-du- V2 Gundam, Quebly and Char's Gelgoog join Gundam Extreme versus Force.
0: Good times. Does that make sense to you, Alice? Yes, it does. Okay, good. I'm glad somebody can understand it. And there's screenshots on Silicon Era, if you care. And you can see Char because he's got that weird mask on. And... So
1: here's the thing that fascinates me. is This is how they get around... Um, the, the region issues with this. So this is Mobile what Suit region Gundam. region issues?
0: This is only in Japan. Uh-uh. And mobile, Asia.
1: Yes. So Mobile Suit Gundam Extreme vs. Force releases in Japan on December 23rd. And it, they are also going to release it in Asia with English subtitles in February.
2: So import it. Yeah. Also, the, in, somewhat interestingly, um, the pre... I think it looks like a pre-order code. Uh, has a code for um, uh, Barbatos Gundam, which is the uh, kind of lead, uh, the sort of lead thing in the new series that's currently airing. Oh, okay. So that's interesting.
0: That is interesting. Hmm. Mm,
2: didn't think they were didn't think they were going to push that one to the game so quickly, but that's pretty uh, good. Yeah. Hey, uh, it'll be a, a year or so before it appears in Super Robot Wars. Come on, you know that's going to happen.
0: Um, I, I'll take your word for it. We don't get those games here, the ones with the licensed ones, so it's hard for yeah, us to well. care. You have to... Uh...
1: Oh, and they also put out a new trailer for... Oh, never mind. All right. They put folks. out a second SMT Crossfire Emblem trailer.
0: It's time to get serious for a second, everybody. Okay. I need you to send in feedback for the show. Because I didn't get enough.
1: Yeah, we had some people... I asked you a question
0: last week. I said, what did you get for Black Friday? And then I realized this week that it's really dumb to ask a question that people would literally have six hours to put an email in before the show or something like that. No, no, we asked it last week. I know, but Black Friday didn't happen until yesterday. Oh. So how could they... Who's got time to remember that and do that?
1: Um... Um, Shaman said he was buying stuff, but he didn't tell us what he did buy. No,
0: because it hadn't happened yet. He's telling us ahead of time he's going to pick up some stuff on digital sales like A-Train. But Black Friday is going to be sacrificed at the combination of rent and redacted. I don't know what redacted is, but I guess he's putting money into something interesting. Anna knows what redacted is. No. Okay. I just
1: like that he said redacted. Yes.
0: So now tell us what you did on Black Friday. Now I want to know. All right now that you've actually had time to do the black friday thing or the cyber monday whatever just tell me what you picked up what was interesting or was there nothing interesting because you already picked it up earlier in the year and there's nothing interesting about black friday this year tell me what you think or the steam sale you could talk about the steam sale too that's going on right now all right cool all right let's do the the new releases and then get out of here first off uh let's run through uh playstation 3 is getting kung fu panda showdown of legendary
1: legends wait what system
0: playstation 3 yes and playstation 4 yes okay and xbox 360 yes okay and xbox one yes and 3ds no no okay <laughs> these are all listed on the list i have but not but apparently one's wrong
1: and if you said we U, I would also say no
0: uh no, I and did not say PC. Yeah, I would also say no. No, I don't say PC either. So you're sure it's not coming to 3DS? Um. No.
1: Hey,
0: your company does PR for these folks, so I would think you would know. All right. Yeah,
1: I would really like to know.
0: <laughs> okay, not going to press on that one. Darius Burst Chronicle Saviors is coming to PlayStation 4? Seriously? That's a shmup. I need to go get that. Oh, I, I'll do that later. All right, I shouldn't do that right now. Just Cause 3 coming out. Um, let's see, what else we got? Uh, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege, which is also out on Xbox One, as is Just Cause 3. Uh, the Wii U's getting Cutie Pets Jump Rope <laughs> and Konami Crazy Racers. Woo! <laughs> Big releases for the Wii U this week. Um, 3DS gets uh, Pet Hospital is also getting Darius Burst. And then on PC, we've got Door to Door, Gone Ichu, Just Cause 3, of course, Handball 16, Miko Gaku Monogatari Kaede episode.
1: Just Cause 3 is out in parts of Canada today.
0: Oh, okay. Maybe it's out everywhere today. Okay.
1: I, I think it might That be? happens
0: sometimes with this release list. Sometimes it'll actually be out by the time I get to it on the show. Um Planet Diver. Relic Alone, Saint Seiya, Soldier Soul, also on PC, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege, of course, also comes to PC. I should have mentioned that earlier. And Wonky Pigeon, which I just gifted to Adrian and Alden of the site. (laughs) Um, Let's see. Chivalry Medieval Warfare, also out this week, apparently, on PS4 and Xbox. Are you into the chivalry game, Alice? Is that something you were interested in?
2: What, a chivalry Medieval Warfare? Yeah. Are you interested Uh, in that? Not hugely, Okay. I am aware of it. All right,
0: uh, that—that's the one that's weird, where everything's like—is that the one where you have different eras of warfare fighting each other or not?
2: I, I can't remember. Chivalry. Ooh, sorry, I'm, I am just trying Final Fantasy XIV in uh, across three screens. That's probably this a is, bad idea. Uh, this is this is kind of cool.
0: Oh, okay. Is it working? Y- kinda, yeah. <laughs> is
2: I'm the just frame rate see... more or I...
0: less than one?
2: Uh, let's uh, well let's find out. I'm it's about for the six, game to load. maybe. Oh, we haven't even loaded yet. Okay. Yeah, there we are. Right. Uh. System. Confi- I think system configuration. It's at forty. Forty. All right.
0: Yeah. That's better than I figured.
2: Yeah. I need to fix the FOV though. Like the uh.
0: Yeah. The
2: the left and right screen kind of sort of go into distended carnage a little oh. bit beautiful <laughs> uh, there's an FOV shop there's an FOV option somewhere All right. Uh, other
0: releases in this next week uh, FIM Speedway Grand Prix 15 Valhalla Hills all, both of those for PC um, <laughs> apparently the Dragon Quest Heroes Digital Slime Edition is coming out for PC and Raymond Adventures hits iOS and Android and Xenoblade Chronicles X of course for the Wii U and then I like this 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 uh, last one because it's got a great name for being the last one. One Final Breath uh, comes out on PC and Linux uh, at two days ago. And uh, today on Xbox One, PS4, PS3, and Vita. No, I'm sorry. Today on the Mac and then like Tuesday on the P- Xbox One, PS4, PS3, and Vita. So uh, Actually, it's Monday. That's what's listed there. That's weird. So there you go. Those are your releases. Go buy everything. I gotta go look up the mysterious birth thing. All right, and that's gonna do it for our show. Thanks everybody for writing in and what you've done, and uh, please write in next week for you know feedback. So I've got uh, so we can actually have a real Black Friday discussion from your perspective. Uh, PodcastsRIPingRan.com is the email address for that, and we'll actually read it this week. Mm -hmm. All right, Uh, forums on rpgamer.com if you want to bypass all that and just post in the show thread and have other people be able to read your stuff and respond to you Um, and then of course 608-729-4098 is the voicemail that's where we get voicemails from the show and play them live right here during the podcast which is every week at 9am pacific noon eastern at rpgamer.com slash live or twitch.tv slash rpgamer Um, look for streaming this week Maybe, Anna? Possibly. Possibly. And with that, we're going to see you next week. And uh, enjoy all your pickups from Black Friday. All right. With that, we'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye now.